Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Anchorage, Alaska, September 15th. Columbus Funny Bone, September 27th through 29th. October, I'm in D.C. Today's guest, Tom Segura, Christina Pozinski. Go to BurtBurtBurt.com. Get a shirt. This is the BurtCast. Yeah, I'm recording right now. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm, we're recording. Yeah. You can't say stuff like that. What if it comes true? Okay, here. There's a wait. Wait. There is four mics. What the fuck's this hooked up into? All right, grab a mic. Tom, there's one right there. Push, there's one right there. There's another one right here. What's this fourth mic to? Is that, can anyone hear this? What's this thing? Hello. This isn't hooked into anything. My fucking kids. Let me tell you something. All right, we're recording, and I, this I'm sure I'm losing people. Yeah, yeah, sit there, sit there. Maybe edit this out? Nope. I've already said we're recording. That's how I officially start my podcast. Oh, this is so cool. Yeah. This looks like a anal beads. <laughs> that's, oh, that's great. That Doesn't does look it? like anal beads. Uh, yeah, that is by, uh, those are made by my uh, cameraman, John Manns. Doesn't he the makes fan anal beads? interfere no. with your sound? <laughs> there Do are, you worry? What's that? The fan, does it interfere with your sound? Uh, I don't Do you know. hear that? Oh. I don't know. I guess we'll find out when this episode gets uploaded. Yeah. Hey, guys, oh, I just got an air conditioner in the man cave. Tell me if you hear it. And if you do, just pretend like it's your air conditioner. <laughs> How can- I'm amazed at the amount of sound engineers that... Yeah, you can totally hear it. Yeah. <laughs> Should I turn it off? You want to sweat in here? It's your sh- I don't know. No, you're pretty big. You might sweat a lot. All right, I'll turn it off. No, you're fine. No, it's up to you, buddy. It's your- you're sweating. I don't care. You're sweating now. Yeah. Yeah, you're always sweating. Here, wait. No one talk. Nah, you can't hear it. Nah, it's good. Nah, you can't hear it. What products do you use for hair? Rogaine. I've been using it for 20 20 years. 20 years? That can't be good. You're using it for 20 years for real? Fucking these pants. Yeah, Yeah, I've been using it for Tell her what happened with the pants. Oh, fucking came in to get pants today at Lucky. Oh, wait. Hold on. John Mann's made those. Those uh, those are called Dinkum Systems. You brought it up, and I've always told him I'd plug them for sending those for me for free, oh, and I've never great. once talked about them once. They're okay, they're mic stands. They hold GoPros. We use them on our show. They're called Dinkum Systems. John Mann's. You can find him on Facebook. He's single, and if he dare shows you his phone, he'll fucking. It's a panty dropper. He's got. He's set up an album on his phone because he's single. He's like forty five and short. So he, he's. Uh, I know he's listening it's to this. Nice promotion for him. So, yeah. But he set up an album of all the greatest things he's ever done in his life. <laughs> so he's like, oh, yeah, oh, let's just look through phones. And then he just like him and Richard Branson yeah. in a wow. submarine. Wait, an album, like a photo album? Uh, like an right. album on, on his your phone. phone. That's so, so good. So you can just he open brings that. that out. Yeah, right. And people, it's like I him like and Richard that. Branson, him on the top of uh, like K2. Like him, like he's a real hardcore adventure with children in, in, uh, in Sierra Leone. Uh-huh. Can I tell you what that's good for? Is what? when you feel really low about yourself or you're on the road and you're alone and you're like, my life sucks. And then you remind yeah. yourself of all the good things you've done. Or how many yeah. awesome, fun things you've had. You've right. had 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Reaffirming. Yeah. Do you know what's even better than that? Sitting in a hotel room and seeing a, <laughs> a, a marathon of your TV show of you traveling around the world. You're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and then you're like, well, I guess I'll do one show at the Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> I guess my Sunday night show only has 80 people. Fantastic. Wait, okay, that was one thing, and then what was that before that? Rogaine for 20 years. 20 years you've been on it for real? 20 years, so I've been on it for Rogaine. So you, how long, when did hair loss really start for you? Uh, I'm, I dated a <laughs> fucking C word. Yeah. <laughs> she was a C word. And uh, she, I remember her telling me when I was 20, I was probably 22, she was like, yeah, you're thinning up there. And I was like, I don't, I, I didn't know, and it really wasn't that bad, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure no one could notice it. Yeah. But she told me, and my and the, and the dude that ended up fucking her told me also. <gasps> fucking her while you were dating her? Yeah, my best friend for, like, since we were children. Not anymore. Up, yeah, fucking her. Yeah. Are you still friends with him? No. Eh, I see him. We, Wait, we're fine. he said... He was, he's, him and her both were the two people that said I was losing my hair to me, and I then got on Rogaine. This is back when you had to get Rogaine prescribed. So oh, you wait, don't have to now. No, you, I had to go to a doctor. That was the best day of my life, not having to refill prescriptions of Rogaine. Did he tell you because he fucked her and she was like, it's so much better to not have like a guy with thinning hair? <laughs> no, no, no. I, no, I don't know why. I don't know. I was right when I got. It was right when I got. I got rid of long hair. I had long hair my whole life. Really? What? I had hair down to my shoulders. Oh, I cannot even picture. This. Oh, That's it's beautiful. So uh, and then I, I. So you, basically, I, you were Annie. Who? My sister? Right. Yeah. No, but curlier. My hair was curly, and what? and I had um. Curly. And then I went to. It was like curly. It was looked. Like, I looked a lot like Eddie Vedder. Do like does. <laughs> Let's start with Target. And wait, and how did you start? Finish? He says that with a straight face. Yeah, I, I, I looked a lot like, I, like I used to do an Eddie Vedder face where I go, push. I can't do it anymore, but they go, hey. Hell yeah, that's pretty good. That's good. That's good. Ooh, hey, oh, oh, hey. Were you a big fan of his? I was massive. And what happened? Uh, what kind of pussy do you think Pearl Jam got in their heyday? Oh, Dude, it. he dated the same girl his whole life. What a fucking loser, right, guys? Hey, hey. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, no. Uh, and so then I got a Caesar. This is back when Caesars were the shit. <laughs> I got a Caesar. What and band were you into when you got the Caesar, though? Somebody must have influenced you. Um, that was, I got the Caesar right around. Yeah, yeah I think we're recording. <clears throat> was yeah. it around Wilco? Was that when you got the Wilco? No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oasis? Ooh, no. See, I got the Caesar in. I was into. Uh, I was into. Uh, to uh, Tool and Nirvana. Okay. I was really into Tool. Like, I fucking... Really? That was your jam? Really into Tool. What about them did you like? They're pretty aggressive. Uh, I, liked, I liked the concept his songs would take. Prison Sex was like a, a <laughs> game changer for me. Because okay. I heard Prison Sex and I was, like, I was like, holy shit, this is more than just a song. This is a, this is a story about, about redemption and, 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 and then the cycle of, of life in prison and... Literally, the guy's turning. Or, I mean, it fucking blew my and mind. You related to that? I did not relate to it, but I definitely. I feel like I'm getting fucking interviewed. What is this? <laughs> your mom's house? <laughs> Mommies, get your jeans on. <laughs> uh, is Sickler gonna roll in? <laughs> ah, fuck the crap face. <laughs> Wait, do you so, love catchphrases from podcasts? Yeah. yeah. No. The what's your catchphrase? I don't have a catchphrase. One? I have the only Fuckers. thing. I've, the only thing that these are. This is, you ready for my catchphrases? Yeah. Yeah. I, sure. Apparently, I clear. Does Trip Flip ever, like, do they have anything contractually about <laughs> hair loss? No, no. Like, do they shoot things, though, yeah. with that in mind? No, but I... Because, you know what? What? Up front, it's not that bad. 
No, no. looks good. The no. back's really bad. Yeah. The back's not that bad. It's really it's bad. Really the back's bad. not that bad. If here, I'll tell you real honestly. In the documentary, yes, screen the documentary the other day, everybody. In the documentary, how is it? I don't look balding once. They cut out a lot of stuff. No, it's the lighting. The, <laughs> oh, light, the lighting. lighting is a big deal with thinning hair. If you sit under True. a light, you yeah. look thin. But if you don't, if you're not, if you're not head lit, lit yeah. like when you go to those, when you go to like the old school theaters to do a show, yeah, yeah. and the lights are on the side of the mirrors, my hair looks thick as fuck. But if I go into a bathroom with a halogen lamp up top, it looks super thin. Yeah. So uh, I wonder what kind of kidney damage you have from all the twenty years of rogue. never, man. I, I go to the doctor once a year. I get good? everything tested out. I'm totally fine. And hmm. you put a topical on there, like I you put rub- Rogaine in hmm. twice a day. It really, the Rogaine um, foam really kind of changed things for me because it thickens your hair also like a product um and like then and then everyone knows that i use uh super million hairs what's I that? Super what's million, that do you want me to super million hairs to you what oh what's that no 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 don't don't leave what do dude, you dude it is you will become addicted what is it <clears throat> i've talked about this before on the podcast i did it to tom rhodes when he came over yeah um it is a it is a fiber that you sprinkle in your hair and it just makes the follicle thicker mm. and you spray a hairspray onto it and it grabs onto the follicle and it just makes your follicles thicker. Hmm. So it l- makes it look like, so like if you are just thinning a little bit, if you sprinkle it in, don't, you don't look thinning at all. So and I use, it, is it pr- future preventative? Like, no, 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 no. It's just, it's just, uh, it's smoke and mirrors. Oh, oh. it's like a band aid. Yeah. yeah. But it's a band aid to but a big what problem. You're on, the Rogaine, that's like a long term solution, right? Yeah, Ro- Rogaine is. I've been on it, and I've. I've. Here's the thing, I have stayed at this hair loss <coughs> my entire life. For 20 years, I've well, been right here. Then. Really? Right here. That's amazing. It hadn't gotten worse as long as you've known me. Yeah, I guess not. It's just, no. just been the same. I've watched people lose their hair that I've known. Yeah. And I've been like, oh shit, you should have just done Rogaine. Yeah. Some people lose their hair to stress. Some people get. Dude, plugs are amazing these days. Not plugs. I guess they're not plugs. It's called hair. Lo- hair. Whatever. Yeah. But dude, dudes with pl- those hair replacement are fucking it's amazing. amazing. It's amazing. We could say some names, but yeah, guess we won't. Are you gonna try it? Do you think jeans ever? I got I got the name because I'm thinning up here. Yeah, I noticed really bad today. <laughs> <laughs> like I noticed for the first time today. Today? Yeah, today. So no, what? It looks good. I think Tommy looks good. So. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. Like I if found out if you were an extra in Philadelphia. <laughs> I found out the guy who does all the top people. Are you going to do it? I don't, don't know. Don't fucking do it. I have I mean, thought. do it. Do it. Do it. You know what? I don't, why am I saying don't do it? I'd do it. Leanne won't let me. What do you mean? She won't let you. She won't let me. I've asked her why? I wanted to do it. She's like, no, just fucking be a man and lose your hair. But wait, you already take something to stop losing your hair. I know. I'm never going to stop taking it. The second I stop taking it, it will go. It will disappear. I will take... Here's a question, okay? Okay. But I'm asking it to me, so you just got to listen to me answer it and ask myself it. Million dollars. Rogaine says, we're going to give you a million dollars, and what we want you to do is stop taking the product, and we want to document all your hair falling out. Mm -hmm. From how much money? How much money, in essence, for you to take something so your hair just disappears? Well, I I I don't have a paralyzing fear... Of the you hair don't? loss? No. Like Oh, I understand, yeah. No, I'm serious. No, I know I understand. Like to me, I have a good shaped head. I yeah. had a buzz for years. Like I've always thought if I have like serious head hair loss, yeah. I'll just buzz my head. I don't I don't You don't that care look. about that. It What's doesn't your freak biggest me out. fear, Tommy. 
What's my biggest fear? You Do you get I depressed when you get a haircut fear. and you see how thinning it's, it is? Do you have like that twinge of depression? Because uh, I get a twinge of depression whenever I get a haircut and I realize, oh, there's a new area that's thinning more than I've noticed. You know what I get more depressed by? A haircut where it's poorly done on their poor part. As a hair, as a, as if you're an expert at cutting hair, yeah. and you see this, you should cut this a certain way. Yeah, and like when they, it's not that like it's a new thing. I'm like, oh, you just did a shitty job. Like, remember yeah. that's yeah, like when I when I found the guy that I go to. Like, at least I leave there going like, oh, you know, cut this a certain way. You know, whatever. Like, yeah, use your expertise to I make this look better. I feel bad for dudes who don't know that there are people that know how, how to, to cut, cut hair. Thinning of course. Hair. Mm. And, and you should spend look, money. You yeah. should spend money on a haircut. Because dudes go to Supercuts. I learned this from her. Shit haircut. Really? When we started dating, and I wasn't even thinning at all, I don't think, then, I, I, would, I would tell her all the time, like, I went and got a haircut, and then today I went and got another haircut, because yesterday's haircut was so bad, that I'd go, and she'd go, where'd you get your haircut? And I was like, some fucking, like, $10 place. And she, she convinced, she was like, why would you get it, like, you spend more on shirts. Like, why would you? So, real talk? You should. How much do you spend on a haircut? I'll tell you exactly what I spend. Okay, ready? Yeah. You got to guess. Do I spend more or does Tom spend more? Hey, in the man cave, Tom Segura. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, keep going. Who do you think spends more? I know my exact price. Are we going to put plus tip? I think because my because I guide Tommy and I don't let him get shit-ass haircuts, Yeah. I think my husband. Ready? You want to say it at the same time? Wait, but do you go to somebody or do you I get, go to like, somebody. Okay. Romy Courtier. Okay, Want to go at the same time? Though. Same time. It's count of okay. three. One, two, two three. $75. What? Yeah. <laughs> $75. Oh, my God. It's 85 with a tip. You give a $10 tip? And he owns the place. And apparently you're not supposed to tip people that Sheep. own the place. You're not? I guess. I give every... Dude, I got shit on because I didn't tip... Not shit on. I mentioned on Rogan's podcast one time that I don't tip uh, the drivers of cars. For car services. You know how much I tip my car driver this weekend? I always tip. How much? 20 bucks. Okay. (coughs) I do now. I do now. I tip certain places. This is where I believed tipping was working. I tipped the maid always, but that was because I was leaving shit in the room. So I give her 100 bucks. You give the maid a hundred dollars for the weekend. For the weekend, see that's ridiculous. That's for the so weekend, crazy. I'm there Driver? Wednesday to Monday. That's crazy. Hundred dollars is a lot. That's insane. For a maid. Okay, yeah. okay, then I'll take that back. Jesus, and, that's but ridiculous. for drivers, I'd for drivers, I was like a lot of times if like because I don't I don't ever rent my I don't even ever get my car. Someone else is getting it, and a lot of times they include tip in there. So now we're just double Not tipping. Not the clubs. What clubs? The clubs. Oh, do you tip? Do you tip like if? Do you tip? If, like, say, the doorman takes you to the airport, do you give him money? Yeah. I tip whoever takes Fuck. me to the airport. Suck. Wait, Fuck. can we back up? What's your biggest fear, Tommy? I'm married yeah. to you now for f- four years. I don't even know what your biggest fear in life is. Uh, I don't even know. I don't know what my biggest fear in life is. This Prison? Is really- getting oh, lost in you. space alone? Oh, uh, oh, oh are you talking about, like, re- like... Fear. I know, but I mean... What scares you the most? Poverty? Homelessness? AIDS. Yeah, all that stuff. Herpes. I mean, well, yeah, but I mean, are you talking about like there's there's ways to to, to answer that question like drowning as like your biggest That's fear, scary. or is there more like real life? You know, Being what I mean, alone. Yeah, dying alone. Sure. I mean, uh, my biggest fear is losing a child. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. No questions but asked. That's a real one. That's that is a quantifiable, solid fear. 
that I that I I think about constantly more than losing your watch, dude. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say my wife. Oh, boring. <laughs> Need it, sister. Losing a child. Oh, that is. I think that's the one thing. That's the, maybe that when I hear people like uh, I'm only using this. I'm not gonna use anyone's name. When I hear females say like confidently, I don't want kids. Like I don't. I don't need. I don't want to have kids. A lot of times I go. I go. Um, I go. Yeah, but I don't think you really know why you're saying that. Like I, I, that is a very valid point. But you don't know a lot of the real reasons you don't want kids. What like, do you mean? The, the fear. Like once you have them, it's like all of a sudden you've got something that you've got to fucking like you worry about so much. Sure. Like that and. I, and I, maybe they're just not saying that. Maybe they're just saying it. But do you not be f- believe that some people don't want kids? No, I do. I do believe people don't want kids for like selfish reasons. Like I want to be able to go to Paris when I want to go to Paris. Same reason people don't want dogs. I think yeah. there are people that do that, but I don't think there are people that are being like are being vulnerable. And oh God, I'm saying stuff that everyone. I'm just going to get fucking lit up on Twitter. But like, I just think that there is a. I think it is very valid when someone doesn't want kids. I sometimes just think they don't know the reason why they don't want kids. And and there is a very quantifiable reason. I think people know why they don't. No, but the, the, what do you the, mean? They don't know the underlying reasons. It's like uh, let me, I'm trying to think of the right right analogy of of saying this is like uh, it would be like someone saying like I want to play professional football for the money, and you're and you're yeah. like, well, there is also a lot of great stuff about it. I'm sure that's why you want to play, but there's also so much cool shit. Yeah, yeah. Like you get your own phone number, yeah. you get fucking. Phone number? Yeah, they get, all the NFL phone guys number? get their own an NFL phone number. What do you mean? They get an NFL phone number. So, you, like, it's like 800-NFL, and then you're, like, you get your number. To okay. call. Yeah. Well, I don't know why that's something people, someone want. I'm talking in spirals right now. Yeah. But my point is, like, I'm not mm-hmm. saying, I know people know why they don't want kids. I'm, I'm not saying that it's like, hey, I don't want a tattoo. I know why I don't want a tattoo. And then a guy covered in tattoos goes, oh, there's other reasons, too. But yeah. I'm saying, like... The fear of losing a child, I did not know that was part of the equation of having children. Yeah. That th- there would be this constant fear of like of irrational fears, kidnapping, uh, oh, fucking yeah. gunmen coming into the school and killing the children. Like those things, I think about a lot. <laughs> Do you really? Oh yeah, a lot. Like I'll jog around my kids' school sometimes to make me feel better, just so that I know nothing bad's happening. Yeah, of course. You can't control everything. You know? Yeah, oh, you can't, you can't. And there yeah. are people that just. Like, I look back at my dad, and my dad would say, like, when I started surfing, I started surfing in New Smyrna, which is the shark attack capital of the world. And instead of just saying I wasn't allowed to do it, my dad just got in my head so that when I did do it, I would be riddled with panic. Sure. So he was like, I remember fucking, just, and I only say this because he emailed me, because two guys were attacked last, last weekend at New Smyrna on the same day. And he, I remember him saying, good luck, buddy. Shark attack capital of the year, a world, you don't need that leg. And that day, the oh, first time I paddled out, all I could hear was his voice as I paddled out. Good luck, buddy. You don't need that leg. <laughs> and I just thought sharks are all over the fucking place. I'm going to get fucking eaten. Of course. <clears throat> but it was my dad's way of trying to hedge his bet of maybe he won't do it because I scared the shit out of him. Oh, That's yeah. his tactic. Yeah. But that really worked because he filled you with anxiety. Crippling anxiety when yeah. I was a kid. I remember. I remember waking up one night, realizing we gotta use that. It was I the know. first time I realized people die, and I, w- I I had a dream about death. And then I got up, and I was like, "Not me, not my dad, not my." And I was like, "Wait, my dad. My dad's old. My not old, but he's older." Right. And I was like, "Fuck." 
is my dad going to die? Mm-hmm. And I like was freaked out, and I went into his bedroom, and I was like, Dad, wake up. My dad would wake up. This is why he woke up all the time. What the fuck? And then, I, then you'd be scared. And then you'd That's be how like, he wakes up? Uh, yes. What the fuck? Like, what the fuck, cocksucker, motherfucker? What the fuck are you doing in here? A That's threat? how he. He never. He never is woke your dad up. Joey Diaz. You, yes. <laughs> you could never just wake my dad up gently. Be like, hey, big guy, I'm here. Yeah. Uh, you know, like every. It was like a fucking bomb went off, and so he fucking flipped out. And I said, uh, I go, Dad. I'm. I'm like, I want to say third grade, and I'm like, Dad, I have a question about death. Are you gonna die? And he just sits up in bed and he goes, yeah, and so are you. Go back to bed. <laughs> and oh I was like, god. oh my god. Yeah. I went back. I was like, I'm going to fucking die? I never thought about it that way. Oh yeah. shit, it's going to go cut to yeah, black for me? The fear, are you fucking kidding me? I'm in a box? The fear of parent dying. I remember like when my grandparents got sick and died, like being so sad and then being scared that my parents were going to die and being so that's young. That's huge for yeah. And that's, it was, it's really traumatizing at that age, you know? Yeah. They, they were good. They were just like, my dad was like, no, nah, we're not going to die soon, buddy. No, we're not going to die. I was like, okay, are you sure? Like, yeah. yeah wish okay. my dad had that to act. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to die. Could happen any day. So are you. That's I lost my dad when I was 13. Cry. Just teacher came to my school, knocked on the door, opened the door. Mr. Christ, we need to see outside. My uncle was there, and he said, your dad's dead. That's it. 13 years old. Life changed. And I'm just like <laughs> sitting there going, so when I'm in class, I hear a knock at the door, you're dead? Like, that's all I could fucking think. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, how to teach myself how to shave. Like, super flip. My dad's the same way. He's like, my father died when I was nine years old, and I was the man of the house. I went to work in the factories. I learned to be a mechanic. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, hard knocks. Yeah. Super hard knocks. I don't fear death so much because of that, I think. Is that Rory Scovel? That is Rory Scovel. What's he doing? He's uh, doing a Nissan commercial. He's so funny. Did you see his Conan? No. His one. Oh, that was a good fucking moment. Yeah. He's on a new show, too. He's doing great. Yeah? Yeah, but his uh, his Conan was great. He does it with uh, a buddy playing piano, and he's in a tuxedo, and he's just like, he's just, it's just like riffing. It's like he's in a, a fucking hotel lounge with like a glass of scotch. It's fantastic. Really? Yeah, it's really oh, funny. I love when there's something exciting to see. Yeah, so do I. He, he makes stand-up exciting. Um. Wait, push. What's your biggest fear? Yeah. What is your biggest fear? I think about it. I think uh, failure is like my one of my big ones. Like just being a fucking failure and not achieving stuff that I want to do. I know that's crazy. I talk about that with my therapist all the time. No, but that's. I think that's very normal, right? But that's not like dying alone. No. My fear of failure. You don't think is normal? I don't fear it. You don't fear failure? I failed so much in life (laughs) that I go. It comes with the territory. I have no fear of failure. I have no fear. Of like, I don't have a fear of bombing on stage because I did it so much I when I was younger. Bombing. Right. No, and I, and, and, but, but think of how much, like, and I think of this, not to trump your fears and go, it's not a fear, you got to be rational. But like, uh, I, I think that part of this business, it, failure comes so often oh, yeah, that yeah. I just got comfortable with it. Oh, right. It's a I, huge I thing. I almost like it better. It's I huge. gotta be honest with you. The, the, there's, I, I, I remember one day uh, I tested for a sitcom on CBS and I didn't get it. And I thought that I would be just heartbroken. And I went back to my house and it was like, but I was like, all the stress that went into before it and then knowing that it was just solid. I didn't get it. Like there wasn't like, 
I didn't have to wait it out. I didn't get it. They didn't want you. I opened a bottle of wine up on my roof and watched the sunset, and I was like, huh, I'm actually used to this feeling. Like, this feeling of fucking lo- being a loser, I actually know what this feels like, and it's comfortable. Yeah. I know how to deal with it. I'm just going to have a few glasses of wine. We'll go down and fuck around with the kids. Wake up in the morning. I'll go for a jog, and I'll set my sights on the next thing. Right. You know? Well, no, I have resilience like that, too. But I think because I fucked up so early in life. Like, when I was 14, I got kicked out of public school. Like, I failed out of public school. And my parents were, like, convinced that I was a super loser. So I feel like ever since then, I've been trying to redeem myself in the eyes of my parents. Actually, that's more more it. But I'm never going to get my mom's approval because she's a fucking nutbag. So I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know what the fucking fear is then. No, I think that's because my fear. I think my fear is not being good enough. You know, like for love or for a career, or everything, for everything. Yeah. yeah, isn't that the core fear most God. humans have to not yeah. be good enough? Not if you're a fucking megalomaniac, but like fucking have a kid. That shit disappears. You just worry about them getting lit on fire. That's all you fucking think. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> fucking, uh, these sound like uh, single people problems. Fucking well, fear, well, we're not like single fear, people. Yeah. No, but 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 like like uh, fear of like of. N- no, I get it because they're. But we're giving you, we're giving you. I think reasonable fears for people. Like we don't have to care for that other life. Are you guys gonna have kids? I don't know, man. Black kids? <laughs> no, <laughs> white we ones. We have like ten black kids. Would but you adopt? If you, would I would you? adopt a thousand African babies. When we were in South Africa, we wanted to take. God, them they're home. so cute. It's Dude. just when they grow up that it's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're you talking know what about. Right, babe. <laughs> You told me that thing, remember? We You were we, saying that thing about how they are? Shut up! <laughs> I, I was thinking last night, I was like, God forbid I ever get in trouble about something I say, or something I fucking, uh, like, something that I, I, I uh, innuendo into that is meant lighthearted as comic, but is not taken that way by the world, you I know? Yeah. Or God forbid too. I fucking, you know, do something horrible. I was like, I was, because I told you about my dream, I was like, People need to be able to tap into my dreams to know I'm not a bad person. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the like. I mean, George Zimmerman got arrested today. Yeah. What was the story? I don't know. I today, um, I think his wife accused him of threatening her, maybe with a gun. <laughs> Holy shit. I can't imagine him using a gun though. Again, because um, they filed for divorce. Oh, really? Yeah. They filed oh for yeah. Who wants to fucking week. hang out with that guy now? No. Never gets to go out to eat. Nightmare. Can't do anything fun. Nightmare. She oh. got convicted of perjury. She did? Yes. Because she lied about their funds. Their money, never, yeah. yeah. Um, so wait, let's go back to, do you feel like your feel of no failure? No charges filed for him. Do you feel like your feel of failure drives you to be a better uh, professional, like comic? Yeah, and- because I hate everything I do all the time, all the time. Yes, I do too. Yeah. I remember watching people come out of comedy clubs going, let that room on fire. And I was like, what fight were you watching? Because if that had been me, I would have thought I needed to do better. Yeah, of course. Like, I always was always blown away by guys that really thought they murdered on stage. But do you find yourself, like, I find myself at this point now, not that, like, I'm uh, 25 years in, but I'm almost 12 years in. That's it? That's it? Yeah. 12? God damn it. Yeah. I guess I'm only, like, 14. 14? Yeah. 15? No. No. Yeah, started when I was 26. I'm 40 oh. years old. Yeah, I'm at 11 and a half, so I'll be 12. Do you want any more? No. More than 11, whatever. Good call. I met you when you were 23. Yeah, it does a lot better if you're in the mic push. I know. 
You'd think you'd have a podcast. So wait, um, 23. when did you start? <clears throat> when uh, did I meet you? I met you... Like a year in? Had to be. I met you in 2004. So yeah, I was, I, was, improv. I was probably 30. Bray Improv is when I met you. That's where I met you. So I was like, you, so I've known you 10 years. Yeah, almost. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. No, but do, I, here's what I find now. I find that for a long time, it was all about how like fucking much you could kill. And that's what I valued everything on. Yeah. Now, obviously, love, love killing. It's not like I'm saying I don't care about that feeling. But I value like the perspective like the the angle or what I'm saying in it even more. So I can be like I don't see it as a failure of a set. Like if I go that shit did not like if it it could not destroy and I could still be like what I did. Well that, that makes no, sense. That, no and I agree with that a hundred percent and I think I remember hearing Brewer and Rogan talk about it and they were talking about people a type of comic that cannot deal with not killing doing, killing. Yeah. yeah. And that fear of not killing ruins you as a comic it totally Absolutely. does there are there are guys who just don't know how to fucking go oh this is and then they end i think i think those are the people that end up stealing and taking people's material and plagiarizing or doing the same set for 10 years yes, yes. having the same fucking closer yeah. and people also, are like enough i also think i would go for killing more than i do now like now if i kill it's because it's, it's it's not that I'm go- trying to. Do you know what I mean? Like I used to try to kill. Oh, I yeah. hear. Yeah. And now yeah. if I, I can kill, but it's because everything goes together. Yeah. Right. Right. It's you know not because I'm doing? trying to do that. In Austin, I started opening with the worst possible thing I could say to an audience just to see if I could dig myself out. Now that's fun. So in Austin, I just was like, "Hey, what's up, you faggots?" Jesus. Because a lot of them don't know me, and it was fantastic. And then I was like, I'm sorry. I just wanted to see if I could say the most offensive thing ever. And, they and were then like, try oh, to get yourself out of it. Yeah. yeah. And it was, but it was a fun game of like, it makes how it more interesting awful to do can that. I be? And then try For sure. to make it interesting. Yeah. It makes it interesting, too. Like, you could do that in the beginning, middle of your set. You can horrify an audience <laughs> and then see if you can get them to like you again. You know what yeah. I've been doing that's really fun? I've been kicking out tables of bachelorette parties. Oh, that's the best. And bringing my show to a screeching fucking halt. <laughs> I've done that a lot. I've ki- I've kicked out, not kicked out, but they've been escorted out for one, some reason or another. Yeah. And it's always their fault, but I always end up thinking it over in my head because I was like, could I have done something different? No. Did I, did I, was I too aggressive? Like, yeah. No. Sure. They're the worst. They should no, but ooh, what did you think fear? about? What did you think about? Oh, sorry, keep going. No, that fear of like, because I have that sometimes where, you know, I like doing stand-up. I really like doing stand-up. And, when <laughs> when there's like a bad person or table and like you could I could feel like my blood pressure go up and it's like that whole like this is it's anger building that this person's disrespecting my show and it was I was in Philly a few weeks ago and we were watching Patrice on at the roast and they were like we all watched it this is after the show and they're like they're like oh yeah he used to throw people out like a minute into his show and i was like what oh, I love yeah. it was like if somebody like said something try or you know fucked up his show he would just throw them out and i i almost got like um 
it was like reassurance that like that's okay to do. Oh yeah. I always feel like I should hold on, you know, as long as I can. You should work through it like a road comic, right? And so and that the club's like, happy, so that the club's happy, right. and the club's like, comes like, well, we didn't have any problems yeah. with them this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the difference is, I think mostly L.A. and New York comics. Some, not all of them, but some, and I'd say the probably a lot of the good ones. Yeah, will be like you're disrespecting the art of what I'm doing, and you have to leave now. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it was fun. Like I- I'm gonna put Voss in my camp because I think like Voss probably tries to work through it or enjoys the chaos. Yeah. I like the chaos a little bit sometimes, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but I think Bill Burr would probably kick someone out. I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. I mean, I mean I'm I, not I think, saying he, yeah. I just don't know. But like, yeah, like there's a, and a lot of the comedy store guys, I think, work through the chaos. Yeah, and they feel like it's you know it's like a, and I'm like that. I, I work try to work through the chaos. A lot of times. Well, the bad thing I get into is I'll, someone will start talking, and then I'll talk to them to try to get it to end, but that just makes it worse. Of course. Because yeah. <laughs> now you talk to them, and they're going to yeah, and now they, And now all they want to do is fucking talk, and oh, you're yeah. like, ugh. I almost kicked out this table in the front at Cap City this week, but the guy was like a bald... He had on faded blue jeans, cowboy boots, and prison tattoos everywhere. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, this guy's obviously a gangster. Like, you can't kick out a gangster and his girl, right? No, you no cannot. Way. And he came up after, and of course, they talked the whole time through my set, and he came up after, he's like, give me all your shit. And he pulled out, like, a stack of hundies, dude, just a fucking fat, and I was like, And he oh, bought all your... Mer- oh, there's no... my shit. Dude, there is a, a guilt that people that talk throughout your show do feel when yeah. that they buy a lot of shit. And they buy shit. all your shit. It's the best. They think they're trying to help. I know that sounds it's yeah. fucking so yeah, bizarre do. for us to say. Now, let's pull that back. Yeah. I don't know if you feel comfortable talking about this. Remember where we are? 3244. Um, what about the Chappelle thing? What was your insight? Uh, do you want to talk about it? or Yeah, probably just- yeah I'll, tell you, I'll tell you exactly what I thought. Cause I, it, cause I feel- I'll preface this with uh, that I, a, lot of, a lot of comics, and I think myself included, and probably yourselves included, we we probably put Chappelle on a pedestal that maybe he doesn't want to be on. And yeah. I think, I think that it's unfair to put him on because then it's, he can't just be a comic. And yeah. I have an interesting story, but I'm interested, to, but I don't want to ever, no one ever wants to talk shit about anyone they respect. Well, and it's, I don't think we are, but I just wanted no, to put that yeah, out there. I'll tell you this. Here's how this started. <laughs> like a week or two ago, he was in Hartford, part of the oddball fest. That's what we're talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. And, I was happened to just I happened to be on Twitter and somebody that I follow had tweeted about somebody saying Dave Chappelle uh had a meltdown. And I actually feel shitty about the fact that I just immediately bought into something I was reading. You almost got excited to find out all the gossip. Right. <coughs> and I went to this guy's page that he said is at the show. And I went to the guy's page and he's a comedian. So it's a comic, a black comic, by the way, Yeah, who's at the Hartford Do show. Do I know the guy? No. Okay. I don't know him either. I just, that's who the, the Twitter account was. Like, yeah. I wasn't following this guy. It led to this guy. And this guy's like, it's a, you know, he says he's a comic and he's at this show. So I start reading his tweets and his tweets are like, wow, this is horrible to watch. He's totally having a meltdown. And at that point, I buy into that he is melting down at this. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Like, that's really how I like this. This is really fucked up. And it's just it's all shitting on it. And then I think 
I don't know. I think it was I read other people and it was all these hate tweets about him and I was like, Wow, this sounds like a real disaster. And then the next day I read an article about somebody who was there who was like, There was no meltdown. There's no meltdown at all. Was that the black chick? Yes. I liked her article. I wish I knew her name. Yeah, she was. Uh, I think she wrote it for Ebony, yeah. right? For the for the magazine. I was fascinated by that article. Uh, we got to find, fasc- find her name because okay. that's, that article is really interesting because she um, <coughs> her in the article. Did you read it, Push? No. Her article was. Uh, it was. I would say what what is. I fucking hope that I got you. I'm so afraid to say anything that sounds even negative, but it's not negative, but it more is that modern post political correctness, uh, radical thinking of like, look by white people. You haven't figured it out yet. There are a lot of things that black people feel it's come Kamel bell would definitely agree with what this woman wrote. Mm-hmm. And it is that he is tired of doing the shuck and jive for the oh, white audiences, which is why he initially quit Chappelle's show, right? And so, and that, and that, and, and you know what's crazy is that, and I, I the only oh, thing I disagree God. with her on is that I don't believe. Les- I, her I name is uh, Leslie Ann Lewis. Leslie Ann Lewis, yeah. And her her Twitter is at Leslie. It's I'm at, gonna read that now. It's L E S E L L E L E. Yeah. All right. But but it was a really fascinating article, and it's interesting. You can't disagree with it. It's her perspective, and she is a person of color, and she definitely can understand a little bit maybe what he's going through. Of course, she's not him, and he didn't say it. So it's she's simply putting what her feelings were on. But he did say that in an interview. Do you remember, um, what's that guy, James Lipton? Do you ever watch that interview yeah. that he did with yeah. Chappelle? Chappelle did say, I felt as though people were misinterpreting my message and frat boys were, you know, we're James, bitch. And he felt like he was shucking and driving. So yeah, that but is his view. I think what ultimately happened at this show, and this is what, like, the, the way you can tell that it's not a meltdown at all as a comic. Oh, I don't think it's a meltdown. I, I know, but I'm, I'm, either. I'm yes. saying the way right, you can tell yeah. is that if you, if you look at the video, there's one video, I and mean, there's hundreds of them, but there's one where it's up close and you can see him talking and he's like, on stage, and it's like they're all the whole audience. It's like when well, you've done a show and everyone's talking. Yeah, oh, and he yeah. goes, "All right, um, I hate some of you guys. I love some of you guys. I forgive some of you guys. I don't forgive all of you. Have a good night." And and they're all just talking. You're like, "Oh, like we've all had a version of that mm-hmm. where you're like, I can't do that. Like you do drunk no one, shows, but no one, like, yeah, but, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying." It's and and, and what he show. did is noble because I have not done that before. I have actually been like, you know what? You guys can all fuck yourselves. Yeah. But what he did was the, I'm not going to speak anymore because anything I say is going to come off negative. Right. And I don't want to be. He took himself out of being. He took himself yeah. out of being a dick. Yeah. And he was like, I'm going to take myself out of the game. I'm, I'm done. I did the time that it was a lot of What He did this thing. This is a good lesson for every comic is that you take yourself away from rage. Because rage is the unfunniest, like true rage. Yeah. So if you get really angry, nothing's you funny about control. it. And so, exactly, you lose, they win. If you get that angry, you lose. And I have one time, I almost fucking killed what the happened? guy at the comedy store. I forget, I've, I said something stupid. He was like, You got your period. And I was like, And I just went, 
Like I did see fucking red. Yeah. And yeah. I was ready. I was ready to strangle this motherfucker. It was in the OR at the comedy store. And I was this close. I, I would physically choke a man out for saying, yeah. oh, you crabby, you got your period. I was like, you fucking cocksucker. Yeah. But I, uh, you know, I think I yelled at him, but I didn't physically harm him. It's rage. Would yeah. have. It yeah. is rage. Yeah. There's certain things people can say to me. Yeah. I've, I've been Point taking story. myself away from the rage. Like the last two bachelor parties that I've had to kick out, oh both God. of them, I just stopped speaking. And I was like, I apologize. This isn't going to work for you guys tonight. I can't I believe they're escorting you guys out. That you recovered one time. I was with you in uh what's that what's that club you took me to where I bombed so hard? Oh, Laughs Unlimited. Laughs, Laughs Unlimited. One of the the next night, the next night there was a table. Even back then you were shirtless. He was shirtless back mm. in 2000. Wait, what was this? What was the table? It was a lady who was talking. And you called her a cunt. And then... This doesn't sound like me. <laughs> you recovered. Really? Yeah. You put it back together. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. But I, I do remember having... That room was run like really... What's wrong? Are you right? Yeah, I'm just thinking. Oh. Why? Oh, no. I'm just... You know why? Because we're talking about hateful and I'm going through the yeah, Rolodex. Yeah, I saw your face. I was like, what happened? that I've just had rage with. Because there are times... There was a woman in Indianapolis where I almost I know what you're doing right mind. now. Yeah. And she, I, I have a joke about this guy on the Howard Stern show that fucked dolphins. And I said the joke, and she was so hammered. She was right in the front. You know, I don't know if you're doing crackers in downtown. No. There's like a sushi bar right at the front, and people sit there. It looks like a sushi oh, bar. Oh, yeah. And they sit right in front. And I say the dolphin joke, and this dumb cunt, she's hammered, hammered. They should have let her in. She stands up and makes dolphin sounds. Stands up right in front of me. And I was like, you got to get out. You got to get out. Because this isn't the first offense. This is the fifth time she's yeah. been talking. And the guy was slow. This fat fuck who worked at the club. No offense to anybody that's listening that is. He was like 500 pounds. He couldn't walk across the fucking showroom. She wouldn't leave. And, and she wouldn't get up. Nobody was kicking her out. And you're powerless as a comic. So I said, I'm, gonna, I'm not doing my act. That's, until, and that's the, I'm not doing my act. That's the feeling that fuels oh, rage. rage. And that was, but for right. me, that was the red line. That right. was for me, that, to stop my act and refuse to go on until she was <coughs> gone. That's the first time I ever did that. It's so disrespectful, you know? know. It's like, this is your one job you have. You sit in a hotel room all day, right? Getting through it, just trying to fucking not kill yourself to have those two shows. And then some dumb drunk retard shows up and ruins your whole thing. It's like, oh, it's so disrespectful. It really is. Oh, I want to kick her ass right now. Let's go. So you were going through that? Were you? Were you? As <laughs> yeah, we're talking I saw about your this, face. I yeah, saw you I freeze. Yeah. And then and I saw. And then you were just getting red over there, like. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, I, I traveled back there. I have oh, uh, scared me. Sorry, boo boo. Yeah. Yeah, because I saw I've you. I fought, fought with bitches. I'll fight a fighter. You know what you did? You what? did a me. I and you're like, what yours? are you thinking about? And I'm like, <laughs> Tom moves his lips and he looks in the air. When uh, you, I remember you telling us that, and I was like, "Huh, note to self: don't have any thoughts around push, because that's how I do it too. I start, I'll do that, and then sometimes I'll mimic people's conversations back to me. Like they'll be talking to me, and I'll just do them. I'll just be like, <laughs> but I don't know I'm doing it. Uh-huh. I would think how I deliver that conversation, and then I'm like, <laughs> um, <clears throat> wait, I want to go back to this real quick to spell. Yes, okay. I, I want to say that because I really felt. A shitty that I was almost I was intrigued by the gossip of it. Um, it's, and then, it's, it's 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 it is what made you feel shitty is this, and I feel shitty even saying this out loud. But the excitement you get 
when there's something to kill the day on the internet right. that is brand new. There's that, but it's also <laughs> coupled with the fact that it's somebody super successful and great at what I do for a living having a shortcoming, uh, some type of failure. Yeah. And I go, it brings him down a notch. It makes yeah. him a little more human. Yes. So now, can I, and I know I've told you this, so I'm only reiterating this for people listening. Oh my but God. Maybe I haven't told What's the one this? on the right there? Jim, Jim Tooney? He's a great punter. <laughs> okay, here's the best part about showbiz. A woman over 35 can't get on a TV show. This asshole is practically dead. Jim Tooney. He looks like a zombie, and he's on prime He's got time a really insight, insightful perspective. Are you kidding me? He probably just stopped in to say hi. He's probably like... No, he is. He's, no. Stopping, he's stopping in for Morally for safer on 60 that's, Minutes. That's one that's unforgivable. Droopy dog. Yeah. He's practically dead, and yeah. he gets a fucking job on television? On Are you CBS, kidding me? On primetime network. I don't even know. The I'm not even... Have to be I, like, I can't remember who Morley Safer is right She's right about now. that. I do I'm agree. Morley when you safer. watch CBS, if you watch 60 Minutes, yeah. they all look 140 years yeah. old. Except for the South African girl who is hot. Oh, yeah. She's that's super hot. That's what I'm saying. Obsessed with her. But that's the point. She's got one leg or something. Something? No, no, she's got both legs. You sure? Yeah, she's got six tits. Uh, don't know about that. So, I, I'm telling you this, push, unless Tom told you this. Because if not, I'll just reiterate it. Okay. And you guys can just take a nap. Chappelle showed up at my Dayton show. He showed up at your dating show. <coughs> Dayton, Ohio. Dayton. Oh, Dayton, Ohio. I was in Dayton. He lives oh, close. Chappelle by. showed up. Yes, he. Yes, I know. Yeah. And uh, I thought he was in Columbus. <coughs> No, no, he's in Yellow Springs. I think he's probably close to Columbus, uh, too. No, he's much know. closer to Dayton. So, I'm in the... It's Sunday night. <laughs> I'm getting paid. And you know how there's uh, protocol clubs when you're getting paid? No one's in the room. Everyone yeah. kind of leaves the room. They shut the door. And, uh, and this is going to make me sound fucking horrible. But Doc's paying me out, and all of a sudden the door opens, and it's some black kid with a backpack. And I'm like, fucking... Does the kid from the kitchen not know you don't fucking... Right. And, it's, and all of a sudden, I... All I see is, all I see is, he's like hunched over and he's not like making eye contact and he's kind of like shy. And I'm looking at, just thinking, like, who the fuck told the, these guys? I mean, not not that it matters. I don't care that how, if he knows how much I make, but he should know better. And it's fucking Chappelle. It's Dave Chappelle. And I'm like, as soon as I see his face, I went, it's it's you don't believe it. It's like it's like seeing a great white shark. And I have seen a great white shark, and it is the exact in the water. It is the exact same fucking feeling. Yeah. I it was. I remember thinking, going. And I said to him like twice, I go, oh my God, you're Dave Chappelle. And now I've met, I had met him before yeah. once <laughs> briefly and talked to him about it. But I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Now all the things I just said, I'm sure if you're black, you hear that and you go, of course, you're just a racist. You thought because he's black, he has to work in the kitchen. Well, the fact is they don't have any black servers at the Dayton Funny Bone. And the two black kids they do have do work in the kitchen and they are fans of mine. And so I thought it was one of them. Yeah. And so... But he hung out, and he was talking about doing this oddball tour, and he and it was so funny because I think I called Tom the ne- that day or the next day, and I was like, oh, shit. I, he had never looked more human to me than that moment because yeah. he was just talking about writing. He was like, I feel like I don't have any new material. I'm working on some new stuff. And you're like, oh, we're all going through that. Like, there's no – he doesn't just have the fucking – he doesn't. Have, he didn't crack the code. He didn't just go up there and just start whistling, and everyone. It's the right pitch pipe that everyone wants right, to hear, and they're like, right. oh. "Yeah, yeah." He's just a regular fucking dude. I but know. he also got the the thing about that show that you end up learning is that, and this is of it's because he's so famous that this happens. But <coughs> he got essentially super heckled, chatty audience that was drunk that was all screaming, "Dave." 
like Rick James, and he did he did like three minutes, and then when that happened, you you know he was like the all right, let's settle down, yeah, all right, let's settle, and when it didn't end, that's when he was like, oh, you're not gonna let me do a show, and I'm not gonna try to do like I'm not gonna give you myself. Which that's a feeling everybody can understand. Vulnerable. That's exactly. what he didn't want to do. He didn't want right. to go. I'm not going to give you. Oh, stand-up. I know what you want. Let me just go. Right. I'm Rick James, bitch. Of course, I'm right. rich, bitch. Like he didn't yeah. do that, and that's what they wanted to hear. If you think, oh, that that's a really interesting perspective. Because in my head, I, I I'm a fan of his, but I'm also a white frat boy, and so I, when I hear that that Shuck and Jive perspective, I understand it. I, I understand it because I'm, I'm an open minded person, and I understand that has to be someone's feelings. Those are fucking in fact valid yeah but i go but i don't want to see that i want to see him talk about whatever the fuck he wants to talk about right but i'm also not the guy going i'm rick james bitch or whatever but the do you realize is. that the world is made up of basically two types of people and half of them think that at that moment that guy should go i'm gonna give you rick james right now they there's the this entire country is made up of millions of people who side with that perspective like they like, wanted. Why you, didn't he just? Why didn't? Yeah, well, like that's I'm Rick James, bitch, and that that's the shocking jive. This, like, and I understand. The mayor of Hartford. Did you hear Her- his oh, right. statement? Was like he should have just gone out there and given the people what they like. give what like, they want. Sure, that's, that's part of your job. Why they don't, don't you put get up with it. Like that's not part right. of the job. No, it's not part of the job. It doesn't it's have not. to be. No, you're a fucking and asshole if you think. Number that. one, Chappelle's under a harder thing because people are expecting him to go nuts, right? That was the big press when he left Chappelle's show is that he lost his mind. So now the press is just salivating for him to yeah. go nuts again it's to the sell dudes, more papers. It's the dudes fucking with the polar bear at the Bronx Zoo. <laughs> it's, it's the guys throwing shit at the polar bear because they know that the polar bear is going to oh, growl. right. That's right. And they yeah. want to yeah. see the polar bear growl. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because that's more fun than just send him lay, lay there. And, 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 I, that is an, a very interesting perspective. I read that girl's article and I really enjoyed it because I went. I didn't think. I didn't see it that way. I just saw like. Yeah. I, I couldn't understand maybe what. Um, what that was that whole you know like. But it is people wanting him just to do the lines they saw on the TV show. Well, did you read um, Steve Martin's book Born Standing Up? Yeah. Okay, it was remember great. that part? Yeah, it's phenomenal. There's two parts. One where he talks about wanting his father's approval. Um, and never getting it that I fucking bawled. Second part is when he realized he was a megastar is when he did, uh, was it Madison Square Garden? I think so. And he gets up and he has the arrow. Or Carnegie head, Hall. Car- one, of the two, yeah, right? one of these huge venues. And they're all shouting, do this bit. Do the Pharaoh. Do King Tut. Do the did it. And he's like, oh, I'm no longer a comic. I'm no- I can't do this anymore because I'm so big. Your fame gets so huge. Like with Dane. Where it almost the wave kind of crashes back on top of you. So really? Dave Chappelle's wave was so big. Dude, it's it is so, so sad big. because he is so fucking good. He's one of my favorite, favorite all time. I got to see him He's when amazing. I first started and I was working the door at the Boston Comedy Club. Wait, you worked there too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was fucking good. Yeah. I, there were a few really famous people that worked the door. Yeah. Um, there was the when I, but I would get to see Chappelle would just roll in. I told him about this that night we hung out at Dayton. Um, I say hung out. We I don't know if he'll he'd ever remember me in a million fucking years. But I remember him coming in one night and he would just do sets. He would just come in hammered, fucking smoking cigarettes, drinking Heinekens on stage, and just be working shit out. And it was so fun to watch him work. And you would watch 
the place was flooded with like Mike Apps would roll in and watch him. Fucking Godfrey in the back. You would do it hammered? It should probably be on stage lit. Either lit or so comfortable you assumed he had to be drunk. Oh, right. You know, like, I say lit, but at one time he was very drunk. But, <clears throat> and I remember one night uh, Patrice was there. Patrice would sit in the back. Everyone would sit in the back. Especially all the black comics would always sit in the back because he was like the golden child. And, and I remember one night Patrice said to Dave, we're standing out front and they're all sitting talking and I'm standing by them. And I think they were all wondering... I think Dave was probably wondering who this white kid was that was kind of listening to a bunch of black comics. But I was working the door. I had to be standing up front. And Patrice was like, yeah, Bert just got a six-figure development deal. Like, kind of making fun of me. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, like, and he works the door type thing. And I remember Dave said, uh, I said, yeah, well, they, they're looking for something new. That's what they told me. They're looking for something fresh. And they said, you know, there's no rules. And Dave, I'll never forget. And I told him this. I said, uh... He was like, man, I'm going to do a Dave Chappelle accent right now. That was really good. Man. Hey, man. (laughs) It's like, close your eyes. He's like, they're going to tell you that they can. (laughs) Fuck, this is a bad accent. They're going to tell you that you can paint the picture with any color. But when you start painting, you're going to realize all they put on the palette is green. And then when you go, yeah, but I need some more colors. They're like, mix the greens around. They look different. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, but did you, he's like, you'd be like, hey, but it's just green. They're like, yeah, but everyone's buying green paintings. <laughs> so keep just painting with green. You Yeah, but you can't see the picture I'm drawing. Doesn't matter. It's green. I remember him like he was, fu- I remember, and I told him about that. And he was like, man, that's a good analogy. That was him in the green room or in the, what you call it, like, in the talk shop. Damn, he's tight. Ooh, That's my Dave Chappelle. That That's good a good too. one. Yeah. So let you want to do your Dave Chappelle? I'm Rick James, bitch. <laughs> That's good. You gave the people what they wanted. Did you like that? Yeah. I know. So I wait, like, what I do I do? I'm giving the people what they want. Seeing a brother came through, I was like, damn, I think it's tired. <laughs> you do a good Dave Chappelle. What about trying, what about trying. my feet are strong, Joe Rogan? <laughs> <laughs> he said he gets that every who s- Joe. He gets that every single day. Since that, he's never gone a day without a tweet or an email or somebody saying that to him. What? What is it? From when when Rogan when Chappelle did a Fear Factor sketch as a what Tyrone? Yeah, the crackhead. The crackhead. Yeah. And so it's 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 a Fear Factor competition with this crackhead who's competing and like nothing. Nothing So when they're like, "Eat this shit," he's like, "All right," and he just eats (laughs) it. And then he walks on hot coals, and they cut to these feet that are like homeless guy feet. (laughs) Yeah. And they have like crazy nails, and he just. Walks across and he's like, "My feet are strong, Joe Rogan." <laughs> <laughs> There's a. There, wait, what were we talking? Oh, wait. So many good sketches on that. Yeah, show. that batting average. That's Can what I, that show. Sketches yeah. are all about your batting that's average. Right. Yeah, and that's why there's some shows you're like, "How the fuck?" I would do say, this and on the, the air. So few sketch shows that I actually fucking laughed out loud at. Yeah. I, you know, kids in the hall as a high schooler, I thought was super funny. Now yeah. I don't know so much. Can I tell you? I think I think I think great. Saturday Night Live works better on an iPhone. <sighs> really? When I watch Saturday Night Live on the iPhone on my iPhone, I watch Hulu. I laugh beginning to end. Like when I watch the Hulu sketches. Have you seen the one with uh, no. with Jonah? Whatever it is, say no. no. Really? Yeah, no. I haven't watched jo- it since 1984. I think, uh, dude, I laugh hysterically on my iPhone. I won't laugh watching it on TV, but I'm on my iPhone like waiting to do something. And I think maybe that's what it is. You know what it is? It's a show that the buildup of sitting on your couch at 1130 and sitting home and staying to watch it 
It's never gonna really, it's never gonna live up to the way you remember watching it the first time. It's too long. It's like an hour and a half, right? Of yeah. content. Yeah, it's, it's a long. lot of content. But they also week. have, <coughs> a, I think, from when I've been like flipping through the channels over the last I don't know ten years, I've seen a lot of fucking not great sketches on that show. Dude, the one with Jonah Hill. Yeah. Jonas Hill. Jonas is it Jonas Hill? Is it Jonas? Jonathan. No, Hill. but I want to call him Jonas. Jonas. Jonas Norm McDonald no, called Jonah him that. Hill. I did this radio station in Austin, and Norm McDonald kept calling him Jonas Hill, and he got up and left. So I think it's like the funniest. What? Thing. Wait, what? Yeah, I did this radio station, <coughs> Dale and Bob, yeah, in Austin, and so Norm McDonald came in while Jonah Hill was on too, and Norm kept on calling him Jonas. <laughs> And Jonas got really mad and got up and stormed out. Wait, he was in the room? Yeah. Oh, shut the fuck up. This is a station that didn't have you on. A show that didn't have you on. Oh, yeah, they didn't in have Austin. you on this. Yeah. I don't know about these guys. Dudley and... What is yeah, it? yeah. No, Dale. 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 I don't know what it's Bob. called. I forget what it's called. It but was yeah. a good show. It was, I had a great time. Oh, yeah. You, you guys had such a great time. You don't remember the name. <laughs> I think I got close to the name and they didn't even let me on. Well, apparently, I, mean, I pissed off some fucking comic. No, so they can't get fun. mad about it. I mean, you forget the names of shows. Show. Yeah. Huge show. They talk about how they the didn't name. watch it. I had a great time if yeah. you're listening. Yeah. Dale, if you're listening, Tom's yeah. a big fan. I had a fun time. Yeah, you remember the ones that you had a good time at. Okay. Let's show <laughs> the ones we don't. Okay. Oh, okay. I got a good story about that. <laughs> <clears throat> I, was doing a, I was doing a show in, uh, more wine? in I mean, Tampa what is this? In, the, in the wine refrigerator. Oh, shit. It's yeah. the man cave. I also have champagne in there, and I also have beer in the other one. That's a Nimey. <coughs> that is a that is an old vine. Do you have an opener here? Yeah, there's an opener up above you. No, open a bottle of wine. I'll open drink a bottle. it. I leave for Alaska tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. That's a Zimbadale. Um What's the most you've ever spent on a bottle of wine? No, not much. Twenty bucks, probably. You spend more on your haircuts. Yeah, of course. They last longer. There should be a wine opener right up top. Is there not? No. We'll call Leanne. There's an old-timey wrench. Yeah. It's <laughs> Saber it. <laughs> I've been into sabering wine with wrenches. Now, I, I, did, I did a show. I did a show. It should really be up there. It's not really up there? I don't see shit, man. Walk the, walk the walk. There's a fucking can of... There's 20 feet... Oh, walk this. There's 20 feet... No, no, no. No, no, no. Go walk this to way. your left. Alright. Yeah. So, I did a... I did a radio show in Tampa, and I was doing a radio show in the Tampa, and the guy goes, tell me the worst, tell me the worst radio show you've ever done. And I was like, I was like, I actually, can't, I, I don't even need to think. I have that on the, t- on the tip of my lips. And he goes, uh, what is it? And I said it was in Orlando. And he went, shut up. And I went, yeah. And I'll never forget it. I walked in. Wait, is it that, that group of guys? No, not Monsters of the Morning. Yeah, no, they're fun. No, no, it's not them. Yeah. This story does tie into them. But it's not them. So I said, I, I go in, and it was a girl laying on the ground. Oh, you know how hard it is to tell a story when no one's fucking listening? I know people are listening in their cars right now, but Tom and Push are coupling it up. I know. I watched, I watched the whole relationship dynamic happen within a matter of seconds. So uh, the guy goes, so tell me about the show. I said, I go in, and there's a girl lying on the ground. There's a bunch of guys standing around her laughing. And that's when I walked in the actual radio station. And I said, it's like, I feel like I'm on the set of a porn here. No one laughs. And then they 
say, uh, we'll be with him in a second. And they send me out of the room. And then they're like, they're like, listen, uh, Savannah will be doing this interview. And I was like, who's Savannah? And they're like, she's one of the co-hosts. And so I go into a separate room. Oh, my God. Yeah. I go into a separate room. And and I, uh, and it's me and this girl. And this girl's a fucking absolute moron. And she's it, interviewing you in a separate room? In a separate room. And she's like, she goes, so who are you? And I go, I'm Bert. She goes, why are you here? I said, I'm a comedian. She goes, you're not being funny. Like, it's a real aggressive interview. The second oh I God, said, so the bad. second I, the second oh I said, Savannah, his face dropped. And they go, I go, what? And he goes, oh my God. in Orlando with Savannah? And I said, yeah. And he goes, that was my show. I'm telling the guy who asked the question, I'm telling about the worst radio interview I've ever done was on his show. That he but, lost. But he's the one who... He's the one who sent me to the room. Take me to the room. Yep. He did all of it. His name's Drew. I'm friends with him now. He's friends with Cowhead, but he's... He, they're friends? What's so funny, Tom. Wait, they're friends? I, I yeah, so well, they work bad. on the bone. They work on the same oh, station. Oh, same station. Okay. Yeah. So, Drew, what's so funny is when I got there, he was so excited to have <sighs> me, and he was so happy that I took time out of my schedule, because I don't need to do any other radio in Tampa. I can just go in and do Cowhead and sell tickets, but I got up early... Went through Tampa show. traffic all the way to St. Petersburg to do his show. And when I rolled in, he was like, Bert, I sincerely appreciate it. I love you on radio. I listen to you on Cowhead. I listen to you on the podcast. You're fucking hilarious, man. I really appreciate it. He was really sweet. And I was like, don't mention it. And then he was like, tell me the worst radio station. And I remember when I said, I go, it was in Orlando. I remember everyone going, Drew, you worked in Orlando. But I was like, didn't even hear it. Yeah. And I was like, and her name was Savannah. And his face dropped. And he was like, that was my radio show. And I said to him, I was like, you know what bothered me the most was that when I, when that happened, I actually thought, God, if they had given me a chance, they would have loved me. Right. If they had just given me a chance, and which they ended up, what ended up happening was true. Totally, they, they gave you a chance. He loved me yeah. by hearing me on other shows that he wouldn't let me listen. Yeah. He would never let me do that on his own show. The thing you end up finding out about radio once you've done radio for a while is if if they show the slightest bit of interest, there's a ninety nine percent chance it'll go great. Yep. It's almost always that. I mean, I'll blame a comic who has a bad attitude, who's Sorry, an egotistical I can't go dick. On, so it doesn't smell in here. You don't smell. No, that? I smell it. I'm trying to breathe through my mouth. <laughs> it's not that it's bad. It's rancid. Guys. How do you? How are you? I can't focus. I can't focus. I don't know how you guys Can get through a fucking podcast on your own podcast. Why? If he's farting like this, I can't. Like, I what are you talking leave. about? I'm gonna throw up. No, you're not. No, Stop being so dramatic. Bad. This is so awful. I'd say open the door, but we just got air conditioning in Can here. Can I tell you this? Can we open the door we, anyway? It's we need to horrible. say this. What? Puke. We need to say I this. Go. I got, I oh, come on. What are you doing? You don't even have any wine? If you breathe through your mouth, you just taste it. You're letting out the cool air. Do you like the hand movement? You think this I'm is trying. Now you're going to make me gag. I'm going to stop it. Stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. It's not that bad. <laughs> I'm going to throw up. I'm going to fucking throw up now. Stop talking about it. I was totally fine until you couldn't stop talking about it. Now it's getting hot in here and it smells like farts. Shut the door, Push. Push. <laughs> Shut the door. Push, I'd rather it be a cold fart than a hot fart. The fart is staying here. It is in the wood now. Way to go, Tom. Uh, is this so you could talk about the affair? Let's just do it, man. Um, no, we have to talk about this real quick. 
There's an amazing Monday Night Football game on right now. Yeah. It just got tied up. I don't know if you realized that they were down. I've not been watching. I've been doing a podcast. No, I'm just saying. They were down 14. They just came back. And I have a football podcast now. You are such a dick. It's called Charge It to the Game. You're a fucking asshole. What? Do you remember me pitching you a football podcast of me and you doing no. Monday Night Football where you said turn off the radio? Oh, and yeah, but that's not what I do. Yeah, It's a football podcast. No. Tom, stop fucking farting. I hope you enjoy Bill burying this because you're going to be doing this by yourself in a second. What do you mean? When I have to fucking leave. Why? Because it smells like fucking, <laughs> like, it's beyond shit. Like, shits don't smell as bad as that fart. And it's sitting in here. This is one room. <laughs> a thousand square feet. <laughs> and it reeks of shit farts. Would you want to try the Monday Night Football thing? <laughs> no, no, you got your own Monday Night fucking podcast. I don't do a Monday Night podcast. I'm saying I have a football Just podcast. As long as you put it on Twitter, going the creator of this podcast is Bert Kreischer. <laughs> Fuck mine. I just talk about football, and I have call-in guests. Oh, that's a good football. idea. Yeah, it's just How a football thing. What? I, I wouldn't be good at that. I wouldn't. I don't follow enough sports. To, yeah, you have to really like football. Yeah, I, mean, I, I barely get my picks in on Thursdays. Really. Oh, We're push. good now. Don't let her know that it's the seller's good now. Don't let her yeah, know. It's I will fun. Yeah. So wait. So wait. Don't, you, is this don't, don't let her know that I again. Yeah, like Finesse called into today's episode because we talked about the, the Canes won over the weekend. They beat Florida, and it was a big thing. So we had Finesse called in. He was on the team in the early nineties. Still smelling here? <laughs> yeah. How do you fucking live with this? What is the thing that sold you on Tom? Like I look at it sometimes, and I go, I don't get it. Is it his financial wisdom? Is it the fact that he runs the books? It can't be his sexual prowess. It smells so bad in here. Guys, now. that's not true. There's a cloud. Come on. Please. Babe, it's so disgusting. You're making, right sound, you're making me sound Bert, so bad to the listeners. It's colder outside than it is in here. Can't we just keep the door open? No, it's because we paid for this air conditioner. <laughs> no. Bear farts. Oh, this is going to oh. be fucking bad. Oh. Hey, have you ever thought about doing a bear shirt? Yeah, I've been trying did. to do a bear for the fight in the bear and the marshmallow thing yeah. forever, and I cannot come up with a good design. You mean like an image of a bear? Image of a bear with a, uh, sitting on a park bench eating a marshmallow. Oh, wow. And I can't ever come up with a good design. I just took our new design over to the shirt place today. They showed me your design? shirts. You have nice shirts. What is what shirt is it? Did you see a Burt's? The machine no, shirt? Like the which the shirt that you print your stuff on. Yeah. They're oh like, the oh, shirt. Yeah, the shirt yeah. itself. I'm Wait, doing do a, yours, I'm doing a, I'm do doing you a, do the wash in? Where like know. you can't feel the thing or can you Uh I have done that. And yeah. I, I'm not a fan per se. How come? Leanne Leanne <sighs> uh, likes it. I didn't like the colors. I don't I don't know. I'm I'm you know what? I'm too I, I've what I've it? bought shirts that I don't fucking like, yeah, and I always feel gypped. So like, if I don't like a shirt, I, yeah. I usually like fucking right away. Like, I love the machine shirt. We're doing a murdered out machine shirt, black on black, because mm-hmm. everyone always wants black. But I want to just make a black shirt. Yeah, but I like that old school, like a black mat on a black shirt, so you can see the design, mm-hmm. but it's not over the top. It yeah. looks like you're wearing a black shirt, so it could be like cool to wear. Um, <coughs> but and we're trying to do the bear shirt. Um, We've been trying to do the bear shirt for fucking ever. Hmm. What's up, babe? You're so disgusting. I, Why? Honestly, Bert, I love everything about my husband. I think the the farts are the one deal breaker. Like it's one that's it's so intense. And now we have a fan that we keep by the bed on his side because I don't like wind on me. 
and he farts into the fan, and uh, the Joaquin fan goes tell right you. to my face. Joaquin? 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 Who's that? Do you remember? I remember Joaquin and, uh, and Joaquin and, uh, God damn it, from fucking Vegas. Oh, yeah. Joaquin said you get Bell's palsy by having a fan <laughs> on your face. <laughs> That's not true. But Joaquin said his, oh, his Indian grandmother told him that. Mm. I have to shit so I bad. knew Why? it. Why? Just now it hit me. I you know what's so funny? I knew it. No, it, just because you fart doesn't mean you have to take a That's shit. That's right. so stupid and untrue. My mother always told me the farts help push the shit out. That's they're they helping. <laughs> help no, they don't. The you should be thankful for so the, the farts because so the, they push the shit out. So the farts are basically the uh, the fucking <laughs> the uh, god the damn it. What's the what's what was Jimmy Hoffa? The farts the union, are the union, union workers <laughs> taking the shit to the docks. That's right. That's what this is. There's a long way. So, uh, wait, what's the thing you have to plug? Oh, we're doing a tour. We're what? doing a tour together. Yeah. We're that doing... was my idea. What? I'm joking. Oh, we're doing uh, <laughs> Columbus. Oh, the same you day as you. cocksucker. Start but we're just doing 27th. one show, September 27th. One and night. Then one night. And then the 29th, we go to Birmingham. We're going to go do the Stardome. Stardome. The 30th, we do Na- Nashville. We do Zanies. The first ah. of October, we do Atlanta, Atlanta Punchline, and holy shit! October second, we do Charlotte uh, Comedy Zone. Is it Comedy Zone? Yeah, or? the Comedy Zone. And then October sixth, we do a live podcast and stand-up show at Cobb's in San Francisco. Huge wow. run! Huge yeah. run! We went to Dallas and Houston, sold out, sold out shows. A lot of mommies. I just turned fantastic. down. I just turned down one night in Dallas. Where at? Improv? Do you do the improv? No, I don't do that one. That one's too big, I think, for me. Uh, <laughs> Is that the Addison? Oh yeah, I was. I'm going to be there on my birthday, and I want to do a birthday show, and and, uh, and uh, I don't know. Uh, not to sound, not to fucking. I don't know, might as well say it. it's just the money wasn't right. It yeah, was, it was like, uh, and I, and I want to say it, it. It had to be someone else because it couldn't have been Trey because Trey would have just been like, "We'll do it. I don't give a fuck." Yeah. But uh, isn't it great though that you're at a point in your career where you have some different and like you know notable sources of income where you can go like, oh no, that truly is beneath what I want to accept and yeah. say no. I mean, that's a really like awesome position to be in. Uh, the money was so bad. I'll tell you off air that I I was actually kind of shocked because anytime you do like like I'm doing. <clears throat> Not to, I shouldn't put the, out what the numbers are, but like, no, don't. but like, I know what I know what you guys are getting in Nashville. I, you, I'm sure you have the same exact deal I have because that's the way Dorfman runs his room. He's like, yeah, you want to come in for a night? Yeah, who gives a fuck? Let's do it. Yeah. I'm sure it's the same thing I got. It's just probably the same thing Ari gets. It's the same thing that I mean, they're pretty fair across the board. And I'm not saying that I'm definitely not saying the Dallas Improv wasn't fair, but this deal was like, it was like a 1997 deal. Like we were like. Like, who, who, no one, like, you're going to, I could definitely bring in people. Yeah. Like, and you can sell a lot of drinks, but, so I just decided not to do it. I was like, I was like, wow, I'm, I'm doing a night in Can- in uh, Alaska. Mm-hmm. Stanhope, fucking Stanhope's the best. Oh, Stanhope is one of the fucking coolest dudes I never hang out with and don't really know that well. Is it you're doing a room because of him? Yep. I put it out there that I wanted to do Alaska, and a bunch of people were like, Stanhope does Alaska all the time. Get in touch with Stanhope. And then he just direct messaged me. Here's his number. Here's the thing. Uh, I'll put a call in. You know, set it up. 
Are you actually going there just to do this show? No, I'm doing shooting Alaska tomorrow, and on the fifteenth. Uh, when does when do you want me to put this out? Whenever you want. Oh, really? Oh, I'll put it yeah. up tomorrow. Yeah. You want to put it up next week or? Yeah, sure. Oh, t- plug your podcast too. Your I did. I told. I talked to him. We're doing. Oh, I did? do. Okay. Yeah, Charge it to the podcast. game. It, it's just a football podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Bert, what do you think if I did a podcast about reality shows? I'd like it, and I'd like to be on it. Would you come on it? A lot. Okay, good. Can you guys talk like shit. Dude, I'm obsessed. <laughs> yeah, go shit. Go shit. I'll talk to Push. Should I go to the laundry room shit? I do love about Yeah, go. Good luck shitting in the laundry room. Please vine it because that is where uh, the secret potty that only the girls fit in. You will not fit in there you shitting. You won't shit in there. It's really? small. And if you shit in there, that will burn the paint off those walls. <laughs> it is literally a phone booth in Does the, the back of our work? house. Yeah, Jeans. the toilet works. Jeans. Should I not go there? Where else would I, I go? Shits. Isla shits in there with her legs crossed and her feet up on the wall. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Jeans, what did you eat earlier that makes your poo smell this bad? <laughs> I don't know, but this is going to be bad. All right, Buns lunch. is going to take you a shit. Send, uh, oh, I know. You had sushi last night. You know Are what? you taking your jacket off to go shit? Oh, he's How sweating. much are you weighing these days? <laughs> no, you don't he look bad great, at all. doesn't he? You actually look better than when we were in Hawaii. Much better. <laughs> I watch that video of me shaving his tits yeah. all the time. Classic. Just to laugh. Vintage. Oh, that was nice. a fun week. That was that one was of a, my favorite weeks of ever. That's when you and Leanne met each other. I know. And I absolutely fell in love with your wife. I think she's one of the fucking coolest she people. She fell in love with you more than she fell in love with me. I know. We have a she thing. would talk about you, and the way she talked about you would creep me out. You think she has a. No, that's not. You know what it is? It's a girl crush, and girls get that when they first meet each other. Because we're allowed to. We're not, we're not homophobic the way dudes are. Yeah, she it creeped me out because she would be like, oh, Pushy's coming over. And I'd be like, you, I, you, you, know, you call me Bert. And you got a nickname for her? <laughs> you know, I'm so sad that you got money and stuff. Because when we lived down the street, basically, we lived on 6th Street. But Tom and I lived on the ghetto end. And you lived on the good end. Wait, what? in your old place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I loved just being able to come up 6 and come hang out with her when you were on the road. But now we live, we're so far. I feel I like we're really that. far away. We I are. feel like I see you guys just as... That, <coughs> those were the days, because I worked with Tom. That was, I really miss that time, too. And I don't miss it. Like, I would love... To, I like... I'm very happy. But, like, I loved just every... We worked the Brea Improv every Thursday night, every mm-hmm. Tuesday night. I remember those times. I'd go drive down, pick them up. In our shitty, shitty neighborhood? Oh. Do you remember... What was our neighborhood like? Tell people. Uh, your neighborhood was... The kind of neighborhood where when you pulled over to pick someone up, everyone would walk by your car and stare into it. <laughs> and I always felt sketchy as fuck. A lot of face tattoos. Oh, yeah. A lot of tattoos that said, fuck the world. <laughs> and you were just like, and it was like, it was the kind of, it was the kind of neighborhood that you're like, this is where they shot the B-roll for gangland. Yes, you're right. And, and <clears throat> do you know the first time I saw you is uh, you were coming to pick my husband up. And you were parked out front of our, our shitty apartment in the ghetto. And I looked out and I saw a guy smelling his fingers, picking his nose and smelling his fingers. And I walked upstairs. I go, Tom, I think Bert's here. He goes, what? I go, yeah, some guy's sitting in his car picking his nose and smelling his fingers. He's like, oh, that's definitely Bert. Yeah. And then he came down. And lo and behold, now look at us. And I think that's the ride that he told me that you were on the real world, road rules. And I fucking lost my shit. How dare you call I lost that. my shit. What was your favorite season? Let's be honest. Um, Do you like, but you like Real World more than Road Rules. Everybody does. No, I, I, you know what? <coughs> I was more a Road Rules person. Don't lie. No, I really was. I, the, what I didn't, what I really became a fan of was the challenges. 
See, I don't like the challenges. I love the challenges, and I got to be honest with you, and and I and I don't I, but like, CT Johnny Bananas, uh, Evan, all those guys were right when I was. It was my guilty pleasure. Yeah. Where it was like it was like, and I loved like. Like it's so funny because Theo did a season of that. You can totally see now, having done reality shows, you can there is an, a a type of personality that thrives on them. Yeah, and there's a type of personality that uh, that doesn't that is is doing it, but doesn't. It, it's it's weird because doing it in in just doing it, you're admittedly saying I want to be on TV. Of course, but there is a part of there is a personality that does it and then regrets it almost immediately and taps out. And you can see goes on long walks and doesn't doesn't really get into the drama. And yeah. you could see that's what Theo did. And having known Theo yeah. now, Theo Vaughn, who was on Road Rules as well, Theo Vaughn has Theo. my favorite has my favorite uh, line from Road yes. Rules ever. Yes, go ahead. Uh, I told him this when I first met him. I was like, I'm gonna have to geek out for a second. Uh, their first challenge, they had just met each other. Their first challenge is they went up in hot air balloons and they walked across an I-beam from hot air balloon to hot air that. balloon. I remember that. I remember that mission. And there was yeah. a guy who was milking the cameras and he was definitely nervous, mm. but he was really like, you could tell it was a little, like he was like, he was owning them. He started getting nervous and then he realized that all the cameras were on him and you could see that anyone, even then, you knew, okay, this is my time. I'm going to be the A yeah, story on this. Yeah, That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And he was really milking it, and everyone had everyone was supporting him, and everyone was into it. And this is what I love about Theo, by the way. And I do love Theo a lot. I think that guy is one of the funniest guys. And he, uh, the guys, they got up on the thing, and the guy started to walk. Theo, and it was timing perfect because the movie had just come out. Theo just goes, "Dead man walking," <laughs> and the guy was like, "Not cool, man." And everyone was like, "Theo, not cool. He's trying to get through this." But uh, Theo's doing good. That's what got you, and that's what. That was, was that what roped you into the shows, or did you like the show before? No, what roped me into the shows, dead honestly, is that uh, the girl from Road Rules 1, Kit, interviewed She's dead, me. isn't she? No. Oh, no, I'm thinking She's of the cheerleader. Kids. Michelle's dead. Who's There's me? a girl uh, who died. She was a cheerleader, and she died in a car wreck. There's a few of us now that have died. That's how long the show's been on. Well, yeah, well, it's not. no one's died of old age. They just no, died. And no one's died during a challenge, which I'm kind of looking forward I'm to. I'm shocked I no know. one's died during a challenge. Somebody will. There was that whole uh, rape beef t- a couple times. There's been a few rape. By the way, there's been a lot of rape beefs that I know about. Uh, really? Behind the scenes that don't go talked about. But yeah, there's quite a few rapists that Buna Murray have cast in the past. A lot of douchebags. Oh. A lot of loose cannons. Well, that's part of the casting is is we need the alpha male douchebag. Yeah. and also Speaking of which. Yeah, go ahead. What's your take on The Miz? Oh, I don't know him, but bless you, sweetheart. Uh, I met him once, actually, after his season had aired, and he's a wrestler. He's I don't. Like I don't mean to. Wrestler. By the way, I don't mean to like go douchebag rapist and then go cut to the Miz. But I do know that he was cast as the douchebag meathead. Don't know him. I, I can't speak. He was cast that. as it in Chicago. He right. was definitely cast as that guy because he said some things that were kind of that I'm sure he just that you know it's look it's it's charge it to the game type shit. But he's now. A fucking famous professional wrestler. That's great. And he wanted to do that. He said that out loud. It's like it was like almost telling a secret, and everyone laughed at him when he said it. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, and then I saw him do the fucking show on Spike. I want to say the wrestling show. 
and he was really good. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's going to fucking make it. And he knew how to work a reality show because he had done it before. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Now he's like one of the fucking biggest professional wrestlers. Yeah, it's awesome. I have respect for him. I have respect for Kit. I have respect <laughs> for that guy. It was a John from the San Francisco cast who was Tech an animator. Money. No, that guy that, that did animation. The Dated the Asian Chick. Yes. Yes. I think they're married now. Like, they were legitimate people that did stuff before reality shows uh, as well. I'm dying to know what Aaron's doing. Which one's Aaron? San Diego Real World. Blonde haired surfer. I'd never watched He was that in cast. Stocks and Bonds. You could totally. He was like a frat boy. Did you watch any of them? Did you know Push was on the Real World when you started no. dinner? Wait, first of all, I'm sorry. Tom, how was your shit? Well, first of all, you were not kidding. <laughs> that room is tiny, right? <laughs> you know how I sat on it? Sideways? No, but I, I just did you face the did you face the down? back of the bowl like you were on the in Top Gun on the back of Tom Cruise's bike? <laughs> I AC slatered that shit, man. AC yeah. slatered that. That's what shit. it calls when you sit backwards on a toilet. Really? Yeah, because yeah, you used to sit backwards on the chair, you know. AC slatered that shit. That's great. Um, no, but I just I had to like. Okay. It's like I stood over the toilet mm. and then you know what I mean. Like I didn't sit in front of it. I stood mm. over it, squatted down, and my everything barely fit. All in there, and then it was like somebody opened, um, like on a construction site when they released dirt out of like a some type of crane. Yeah, everything mm. just fell out of me. It smelled horrendous. Really? Today yes. I was at a luggage store trying to buy luggage because my what's the great rug- luggage line you were talking about? Ramoa. That's like top of the line stuff. Psh, fucking, it's so good it gets stolen. Ramoa. Wow. Yep. It's the one thing that sucks is you spend a little money and get the nice luggage. So you know the wheels. You roll that suitcase through a fucking airport. It's like a hot knife through butter. That really? thing rolls. It's almost like there's a motor on it. The wheels were so good. And the fucking sturdiness of it was gangster. And the thing slid up and down perfect. I mean, no, like, fucking flew with it two times and it was gone. What's the price point on that? It's expensive. Mm. So people see it and then they're like, Fuck what's in the bag. I want the bag. Really? Because I can resell the bag online and fuck. Did you get it stolen? It yeah, it got stolen. Mm. From where? From uh, my flight <coughs> on American. It was a check American, bag? American uh, is very cool and they give you a fucking whole voucher and they're like, tell us what's in the bag. We'll just cover whatever your fucking cost was. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it got stolen. And so I went to go buy another Ramoa and my wife's like, don't buy it. They're just going to steal it again. And, now, and apparently that's the deal because Ramo is having a hard time with business, I guess, right now because it, everyone just steals their fucking bags they, and resells they them. They stole your check bag. They stole my check bag. Oh, my wow. God. So it's the dudes. I'm sure it's the dudes who probably are working ground control and like throw it off to the side. You know what I'm saying? Because it just didn't show up. <laughs> so, uh, but wait. So my point is this. I'm at a luggage store. I buy a cheap fucking piece of luggage and then literally had to turn it, return it because it was so bad. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'll buy a cheap one. And who gives a fuck? But it was the... The straps to hold your shit in were elastic, so they don't really hold your fucking shit in. So I, I literally had to return it, and now I'm taking, I'm using a, a, a I'm not even going to say the price. Everyone's going to go, oh, really? That's a lot of money. I'm using the cheapest luggage you can buy. $100 okay. bag. $100 you, bag. May I suggest, that- go to Koreatown, go to our old neighborhood there, Yeah. Uh, go to the Korean mall, get yourself like a, is it a Samsonite that we got? And they give Samsonite, you a discount yeah. on Mine it. doesn't even have a name. Uh, I think good luck. It's a hundred dollar. It's a hundred dollar thirty two inch uh, roll on bag. That's a universal carry on yeah. size, I believe. No, 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 no. Thirty two inches is okay. the it's biggest. Big, yeah. you can check probably. Yeah. The biggest you can check. <clears throat> yeah, it's like it's it's big. It's, big. it's uh, everything you're gonna put. It's gonna weigh up to like fifty pounds. Mm. So wait, here's the point I want to tell you. Mm. Yeah. So I'm looking at all the stuff, and there's this woman. By the way, when I bought my bag, 
as I purchased it, I went in front of her in line. I purchased it. I'm walking out with my bag, saying goodbye to everyone in the luggage store. And she said, you're not buying that, are you? And I went, yes. And she goes, they break all the time. Mm. And I went, I'm fucking walking out of the store. What kind of human being are you? That's not my point. They had a product called You Go Girl. Do you know what You Go Girl is? No. Is it with pee? It is a, a vaginal cup. That I want it already. Into a, into a funnel. And you pee so in the girls car? can pee standing up. That's what I. Oh, I've seen these. I've been sent them before. I want to say it's called You Go Girl, yeah, but you know what? There's like a sand in it, and then the the sand absorbs your pee. I don't know if that's what it. This was just. It looked like. Uh, it looked like another set of vaginal lips to go on your vaginal lips. Mm. That with a with a funnel. So if you're going to pee into a bottle, it could go perfectly into a bottle. You I could like definitely that. pee into a bottle. I'd like that. Really? Nice. Well, there was one time Tom had a Chevy Malibu. I remember that car. I got in that car for the first time. I was like, I really fucking like this car. And Tom was like, Tom was like, I could do better. No, I, I did. <laughs> no, no. What? But no. But I did tell you that one time. You did say something about that car, and you were like, He didn't oh. like it. You didn't like day. it, did you? Yeah, I did. Did you? I love yeah. that car. Yeah. Wait, well, what are you saying all. that I said? I don't. I don't understand. remember, but I know that you said something. One time I was driving in the desert with it, and I was lost and terrified. It was late yeah. at night, and I had to pee so bad, but there was nowhere to piss. So I actually opened one of your cups that you had laying around, uh-huh. and I tried to pee while driving. Oh, my Impossible. God. Impossible. Impossible. Well, yeah, you're a girl. I know, but I thought, I peed in a lot of cups, and I peed in a lot of Did you just places. stop Wait, did you put the? Did, did you put the over. seat? I drove. I was still driving, and I just pulled my pants down, and I tried to pee in the cup, but it did so not work. what she's in essence saying is, and Houston wins the game. Yeah, you got to feel pretty bad about that, San Diego. You were up by 14. Yeah. <laughs> they came sweet. back. Sweet. Um, so what in essence she's saying is that she peed, peed all over the, the car. You I peed, peed in- a little bit on your seat, yes. Babe, that's my prized Malibu. <laughs> do you still have that car? No. What do you drive now? You don't drive like a Mercedes or something, do you? Nah. <laughs> I just got a new uh, travel deal. I just signed my deal. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you go, girl. I gave one to Leanne. I was like, Leanne, do you want this? And Leanne totally you, doesn't listen to me. What do you think Leanne finds sexiest about Is that body? me, you doing me right now? <laughs> with your mouth open? <laughs> Bert, Bert, what do you think Leanne finds the sexiest about you? Leanne doesn't find anything sexy about me. I believe that. I believe that. I know that. By the way, what did I she? said I've been so appreciative of her today. Just saying, because I'm very happy. I'm very happy for the past few years. I've been I've been nothing but happy all day, every day, and I'm and I am extremely in love with her. And I don't cheat. I, I don't fucking. I don't even disrespect her like I do on stage and stuff. But like, but that's like expected. But, that's but like, fine. <clears throat> I've been so appreciative of her. And you know what? Like. I, I'll say stuff like, uh, I'm so lucky to have you in my life. And she'll go, oh, thanks, babe. Like, not like, All right. I'm the lucky one. You know? <laughs> I don't really, I really don't think. <laughs> she doesn't say wow. it back to you. Not at all. <laughs> Why don't you take her from is she Is she still show? in there? Yes. I heard, I, I, I forgot that you have other guests here. Did you remember? Yeah, I thought they were coming back. I don't know. Wait. <clears throat> if, I say I say Leanne, if I say it to Leanne, and she comes back here, she'll go, Thanks, babe. You know why, Bert? Why? You need to romance her and treat her like the goddess she is. Take her on a Santa Barbara weekend. Just you and Leanne, no kids. Have someone watch the kids, and you make sweet love to your wife. 
I, yeah, but wait, what and would a you winner ra- that she likes it, not just suck my stuff and then that's it. I don't even know how she likes it. Exactly. You guys can get away. Do you suffer, fast and angry? Do you suffer from whooping cough? <laughs> are you hearing that? <laughs> this is every time I talk to you ever. No, it's uh, no, no, it's, no. There's something going on with you. Every time I talk, every time I talk to you on the phone, you go. <clears throat> oh. yeah, I, 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 I have been really clogged up. I got over a really bad cold. I'll tell you all For about 10 it. Ten years. Yes. Yeah. I have asthma. I have asthma. Um. You always sound like this. Yeah, and I also have allergies, and I'm allergic to my own fucking dogs. Good. But will you yeah. take her out, please? Will you take her away? What, is she talking to you about this? No. I'm just suggesting it because I think I can tell she needs to spend quality time with you and reconnect. She does. But let me tell you something. You know what she also needs is money. And she, as much as she wants me to stay home and connect with the kids and be a, like be there, she also wants me to work. Like she definitely she's, – she's – She's tough to please because if I take her out, to, like I said, let's take the girls to Hawaii for Thanksgiving. Then we look at the price and it's <clears throat> a little pricey. And I say, don't worry about it. It's a family vacation. We're ne- when we're dead, we're never going to miss that money. And it would be worth it to have this one experience when the girls are young and they're not like on their cell phones. And I go and, sh- and she'll, she'll be like, yeah, but it costs three grand to fly her and the girls. It's like nine hundred bucks a ticket. Mm-hmm. I only say that because anyone can look it up. I'm not, but I'm saying. And she was like, "I don't want to spend three grand." And I go, "Don't worry about the money." She's like, "Yeah, but then the place we stay is going to be expensive." And I was like, "Well, yeah, but it doesn't matter. We'll have a great fucking time. Yeah. We'll, we'll never forget it." I know, but I can't enjoy a trip that's five thousand dollars. And I'm like, well, I, "I know, I understand that because I don't. I'd rather not spend the money and stay here for Thanksgiving." But she. It, she doesn't want to do that, so I'm going to take you. Know you, do. you and the you know kids, you do, though. though. It's you and just Leanne. You can't do a weekend with just Lou and you and Leanne. Oh, it's too complicated. We need someone to watch our kids, our dogs. Oh, you're right. And it's yeah. like our kids have schedules. Who's going to watch like, the dogs if you take the weekends? Fucking who knows? No one can watch that fucking dog. Um, why don't you just do it? You know what you do? What? One night. No, you do. You buy those tickets, <clears throat> and you reserve the hotel. You do it all, and you go. We're going. You just do it. It's a good point. Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah, I do stuff like that. I buy stuff without her knowing, and she gets really upset when I do that. You know why though? Because Leanne and I are similar, and that we we're kind of raised poor and like kind of white trashy. Yeah, and we feel really guilty about spending money. Like my husband is always the one who wants us to have a better quality of life. See, that's the difference. Is Tom could reserve a vacation, buy it, and go. We're doing it. It's okay. But then you feel comfortable with it because you don't know anything about the money. So you're like, well, if Tom said it's okay, then it must really be okay. I don't know anything about the money. I really don't know anything about our money. If she dies, I don't know our passcodes to get our fucking bank accounts. I don't know where our bank accounts are. I don't know anything. Wait, but why do you assume I don't know anything about the money? Because I do. I look at our money all the time. Wait, you just told me you didn't. No, I didn't say that. Oh, Tom told me earlier that you don't know what you're talking about. So, <laughs> no. <clears throat> but you, I, I just assume... Tom runs the money. Why? Because he's Tom, and the way his brain works is like, I remember when he was making fucking $500 a week, he's like, do you have an RIA? 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 Tom is very good with our money, you're right, and he does make a lot of the planning and decisions, but I yeah. feel like I'm It's totally best, transparent. Yeah, like we, I log in and I see our money, I know how much we have. So if, I know what's, if what Tom died tomorrow, would you be able to f- know where all your funds were? Yes, absolutely. Okay, I don't. 
I think that's my point. Is maybe yeah. I was trying to hope you were on my team. I always look at couples as like you you're either you're that. either me or Leanne. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, I don't ever look at couples as like, oh, maybe you're not me, and maybe but, you're not Leanne. You're either me or Leanne. Like, I said that to another fr- friend of ours, another couple, and I was like, I was like, oh, if our, because the girl, I always think the girl's like me. Well, that's because we are, you and I are like, but here's why the only reason that I don't let Tom do it all is because I have a crippling fear of him dropping dead and then me being in that position. Like, I actually always think about his death every day. Like, he's going to drop dead and then I'm not going to know. It's fear. Fear is my huge catalyst yeah. to doing stuff. I hung out with a dude this weekend, and Leanne's like, I'm so glad you're getting to know him. And I was like, why? This is at a party? She's like, he runs our money. I was like, he does? She's like, yeah, Steve. And I went, I thought Jay ran our money. She was like, no, he does, but Steve runs our investments. And I was like, really? And, I, and then I looked at his name tag, and I read his last name, and I was like, that looks familiar, but it doesn't sound familiar. Then I heard someone say it, and I went, oh, shit. I've heard your name a million fucking times. Yeah. I'm hanging out with the dude, like bullshitting, and I didn't realize that's the guy that runs our money. Leanne totally takes care of that. I don't fucking she does. do a she thing. She runs everything. And she's good. You want to know what she's doing? She's on the Jay Leno plan. She heard that Jay Leno sacks away whatever he makes on TV, yeah. puts it into account, Smart. and then only lives off his stand-up, so that's what she does. Smart. Really? Yes. Wow. Fucking, I couldn't do that. I don't That's, think I do that. To be dead honest with you, I think I fucking tear through as much money as I can. Yeah, that's. Um, I'm totally turning this off, Tom. I'm yeah, watching you, guys, you watch. You guys TV. are both watching. Two I'm not watching TV. Games. Two football games. No, there's two football screens. Oh, screens. Yeah, there's two screens, it's but it's the same game. game. I'm not watching it. Kidding me? So <clears throat> what? Wait, two screens, same game. You guys have been watching this entire. Time. Well, yeah, Tom yeah. is that screen. I use that screen. Are you fucking serious? What's so weird about that? That is so lazy and ridiculous that you have two televisions so your buddy can look here and then you can... That's thoughtful. What are you talking about? That's That's bananas. No, it's not. It's called being a man. Oh, my God. This is what we do. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. (laughs) This... uh, I can't believe you guys are on the Leno planning. That's so crazy. I want to do that. I told you I ran into Leno, right? Huh? I told you I ran into Leno. Yes. Shooting the first episode of Trip Flip, he just showed up, and all I said was, "I was a comic." Fucking talked to me for thirty minutes. Was he on, cool? On camera. Was he coolest fucking guy in the world? The coolest fucking guy. I do was you, blown away. Do you believe that he really loves Mavis and that he's really faithful to her and stuff? Yeah, I think he's one of those guys that. How does he mean Mavis? You don't right. think he does? I don't know. I don't know him. I mean, I know he collects cars and stuff. Yeah. And, but do you buy that? That he's really like this super faithful, all-American, cool dude? Yeah, I, I do. But I buy into the dream. I'm a romantic. You oh, don't? Is, that, is that a faux pas to say that, Tom? You looked at me like I was crazy to... No, no. I think it was an interesting question, that's all. I just, never... I just don't buy it. I Honestly, I don't buy it. Like, no? It's hard really? for me to... I think it's genuine from him. Well, yeah? I think, I think, I think what, so. I think what you're, what you're talking about is... is I think you run into so many people that are that famous that are so broken. No, you know what it is? Yeah, it's it that is Christina that. has such a uh, cynical view of traditional Americana like an, an America. America. She didn't have an American upbringing at all. <laughs> that when people are like just like middle American, <laughs> corn-fed American, she's looking she very, she, yes, very suspicious. <laughs> yeah. I don't trust, uh, I shouldn't say this, but like 
I don't trust blacks. No, when uh, when people are like uber religious. Well, yeah. Right. I, I never can. I never. I never can put my finger on it because I have a lot of questions. Now I, I have faith and whatnot, and I wear the necklaces, but like I don't. Like I don't. When people go, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. I, I just go like, sweet. You don't curse and you don't like oh, watch yeah, porn and you don't drink and you don't curse in front of your kids. Like you don't do any of that. Like it just. I just don't get it. I yeah, don't buy it's that bullshit. Either. I know. I, I believe that's it. Yeah, bullshit. that's bullshit. Yeah. I, I agree. I see. I agree that's with that. I love fucking. <sighs> We've been taking her to brain camp. You know, it's a uh, this occupational therapist, mm-hmm. but it's uh, very interactive and it's it's working wonders. It is. Ugh, you have no idea. This kid was a nightmare, and now she's like so manageable. Like her emotions. It's the same shit I have. And so when I go through and I can't find the right socks to wear to work out and I can't find like I don't I have a weird thing about tactile shit. And if I can't find the right socks, I fucking lose my mind. And I start like I start saying stuff like I'm going to start punching walls and like and Leanne deals with it because that's just who I am as a grown up and she married it. But when you have that as a child, it's really difficult to deal with because they don't say stuff like I'm going to punch walls. and You know, they won't. They just start punching walls. So we took her to this brain camp and. So we take her out of brain camp the other day, and it's Saturday, so I got to sit with her all day. I got to sit in the waiting room, and then just one teacher and her, and then we all leave together. We all get in the elevator. <laughs> and I haven't spoken to this lady at all. She's been working with Isla for an hour and a half in the room. We get in the elevator, and it's a little awkward because we're all three there together for the first time. And I want to look like a good dad, and I'm like, so baby, what do you want to get for lunch? And Isla looks at me and goes, I don't fucking know. <laughs> and this woman went, whoa. I love that. And... <laughs> I went, and then I, I, normally I laugh in that situation, Yeah, and I, but I couldn't because I was like, I go, Isla, but then Isla's looking at me like, normally this floors you. Why aren't you laughing right now? And I'm like, you can't talk like that. And she goes, but George, what, dad? And I was like, Isla, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. you can't talk like that. And this lady's like, Isla, those are really bad words. And she goes, oh, frickin' sorry. <laughs> and the lady's like, you can't say frickin' Isla. Oh, the, yeah, Isla's been... A little bit of a. I don't fucking know, really. I don't fucking know. She. I told you my favorite one the other day was. Uh, we're all. Um, we have nine toothbrushes in our bathroom, and I go, "That does it." Because I'm getting. I was getting sick. I go, "This is it." Everyone grab their toothbrush. I'm throwing away everyone's. Every. Everyone grab the toothbrush they use. I'm throwing away the rest of them. And I looks at me dead serious and goes, "Oh, we use different toothbrushes." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> She's like, "We have different toothbrushes. I've been using whichever one's dry." Oh. I was like, Ugh. this kid's been deep throating every fucking toothbrush. <laughs> Did you know that she wasn't wearing panties tonight? No, I noticed. I noticed, but I she's didn't. been naked since the beginning. Since, since the we beginning, over. yeah, it's, it's tactile. She cannot wear panties. Can I tell you though? I do notice that she was way more. Com- Maybe she's just comfortable with us tonight. Yeah, but she seemed way more like expressive and she's, great. She seems great. This occupational therapist has done wonders. Yeah, Georgia. <laughs> Georgia has always kind of connected with you two, I think. I or love Georgia. Georgia least, loves Tommy. She when she found out you guys were coming, she goes, "Tommy Buns is coming over." I think she, she has a crush on Tommy. Of course, since since she was very little. I think. Yeah, um, but Isla's been Isla's a weird. She's always been a little bit stand up. She's been like you, like an alt kid <laughs> who didn't trust anyone. Isla's my can girl, I, man. Can I tell you? Yeah, I think Isla and I have a special. I like her a lot. I that's really my like G. It. That's my OG yeah, right there. She's you, I told you what Joey said. Mm. Dog, you're going to be knocking drugs and dicks out of that one's hand in high school. <laughs> 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 he 
for sure. You're gonna be knocking drugs and dicks out of that one's hands in high school. For sure, Isla <laughs> oh is gonna God. smoke cigarettes and try the drugs Ugh. and have the boy. She's gonna be so experimental and so fucking cool. I think she's gonna end up being like, I don't know, the first female president. I hope she's a fu- she's an interesting or child, a rock star. She's, she's funny really as cool. shit. Yeah, she's, she's really she funny. Is. She, she doesn't know she's funny. That's what makes her funny. Like, God forbid that she knows she's funny. I don't want to be around that. Because yeah. then she'll be doing it. But yeah. she has no fucking clue. Like, when we drove we drove to Brain Camp on Saturday, she goes, I didn't know where we were going because I don't really drive there that much. You get on, the, like, the 90, and then you get off on Culver. And that's what Leanne told me. She goes, you should be able to figure it out from there because you've been there that before. So we get off on Culver, <coughs> and Isla, as I'm looking in the back... You can see her looking, like looking around my chair from her car seat, or like her booster, and she's looking around. And she goes, and then all of a sudden she lights up, and we get to the spotlight. And she goes, "I got it from here, Dad," and I was like, "You do?" And she goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Go to the beach, and I was like, "Where's that?" She's like, "Look for the beach and go there, and then go up a hill. You're gonna see a punch buggy. Take a left." I was like, "The fuck." So I go to the beach, I go west, and then sure enough, there's a street up a hill. And I go, is this the street? She's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Follow that car. They're going to brain camp. So we go up the hill, and we get up the hill. I swear to God, where I'm supposed to take a left, there's a fucking punch buggy. There's a beetle, beetle bug. And she says, the, we play punch buggy and gator bites. Hold on. Oh, God damn it. We play punch buggy in the car nonstop. So... If there is a punch buggy that is parked at the same place all the time, you're not allowed to call that one out. So Uh, she knows there's a punch buggy that is broken down and sitting there, and she never can call that punch buggy. So she goes, when you see the punch buggy, take a left. Isla is so bad at punch buggies that she made up another game called Gator Bites. Gator Bites are simply cars that were made like uh, before everyone started uh, mainstreaming things. So it looks where it's more boxy. Uh-huh. It looks like the head of a gator sticking up out of the water. Okay. But no one could really put their finger on what it was because Isla couldn't explain what it was. And just out of nowhere, you'd be driving, you hear a gator bite. And you're like, what the fuck? And we thought she did it simply because she was losing punch buggy. Right. But now when you drive with them in the car, it's like, punch buggy, gator bite, punch buggy, gator bite. So, um, so are you guys going to have kids? <laughs> That's That whole thing was to go there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's how much fun they are. Punch buggy, gator bite. Take a left at the... something else I wanted to ask you. Ask me. You're driving me crazy. Ask me. I forgot it. Uh, The short answer to the kid thing is, what what does it mean to you? What if we didn't? Would that be devastating for you? Doesn't matter to me at all. Would that be weird? I don't need you guys as kids. Would you judge me? No, I actually don't want you to have kids. Because uh, I thought I did. But I don't because you. what would happen is if you had kids, you would then become friends with a new group of people. And I would be more like of a distant friend because I have older kids. Oh, oh is that right. what happens? Yeah. yeah. You become friends with the kids that are your kid's age. That sucks. No, it's actually fun. Really? You get, you yeah, get it's new like, friends. It's like, yeah, it's like fucking spring cleaning. Yeah. Hmm. You get brand new friends that don't know anything about you. And then you get to feel them out. And then you find one that parties like you like to party. And then you're like, fuck yeah. Well, Where do you think you'll move next? We're not, nowhere. You're going to stay here? The girls are having a temper tantrum. We want to buy a new house, but the girls are not fucking having it. So? So we're going to stay here and for a while. Hmm. The girls are like, we talked about buying a new house, and they're like literally melted down. But where would you go? Where do you want to look? In this area. This area is fucking great. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love this area. 
Um, I don't have enough money to live down by the beach. Yeah. I don't have... I saw that. What? I don't have enough money. <laughs> I don't want to live in the hills because if you live in the hills, you live like really kind of a secluded lifestyle. You don't have like a neighborhood where you get to walk around. Like I walk around this neighborhood and I know Seclusion. all these people. Yeah. Like I walk around this neighborhood. It's fucking great. Can I tell you... Uh, you do. You could live by the beach, by the way. You could, yeah. Uh, I totally could. But I don't it's think I have best. enough money. I would want to live like a block off the beach. I don't have enough money for that. You gotta have Daniel Tosh money. Wonder where he's living now. Same place? No? Do you know? You don't want to say, you guys. I don't want to say. Jeez. Okay, whisper it. Wait, I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, I don't want to have any neighbors. That's the ultimate goal for showbiz. I don't want to see them. I don't want to hear them. Yeah, because we can fucking hear our neighbors playing music, talking, smelling their barbecue. I hear people sneezing. It makes me want to blow my brains out. I don't want to fucking see them. I want to be just out in the woods, man. I want to get weird out there. I don't want to deal with people. Pretty nice when you're out in the woods. Leanne's got the house in Alabama. I love like lakes. I love lakefront places. Dude. There's something really cool about being like... Weird. Oh, here's what I wanted to tell you. Yeah. I. So, <coughs> hopefully, you close the door on your way out of the house. Yeah. You're not supposed to let the cat. The out. cat can't go out because there's packs of coyotes. Oh yeah. Hunting animals in the neighborhood right now. Right. Here's what's really creepy: is every day you see a new sign up for a missing cat. Oh Jesus! And you just know that cat got eaten. And the other day. There's a new sign for a new cat, and I'm, I'm running around Georgia school, and I smell dead animal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, and it's a half-eaten cat just Jesus. in a front yard. Just half a cat just oh, in the yeah. fucking front yard. And uh, But what's crazy is I don't have the kind of brain that just goes, oh, we got to put Gus in the house. I have the kind of brain that starts fantasizing about a chupacabra. Like living in our neighborhood, uh-huh. so then like as I go for like a like I'll go for a night walk tonight. I'll get to take Priscilla out for a walk, and I start thinking about this chupacabra hunting me because I see all these signs for like missing cat, missing right, cat, right. almost like a almost like a um, like Lost Boys. You remember Lost Boys? Yeah, I love that. And they were movie. oh, I feel like I'm in Lost Boys when I walk around so the neighborhood. Fun. What would happen if uh, Priscilla got in, could, confronted? Priscilla would fucking kill a coyote. Oh, yeah. She's massive. Yeah, she's, yeah, fucking 130 pounds. So big. It's like, yeah. Crazy size. That's as big as the man with 130 pound scrotum. She's the size of his ball bag. Yeah. Yeah. She's the size of one ball bag? Yeah, one guy. You didn't see that guy? TLC. No. 132 pound scrotum. He wears an upside down <laughs> sweatshirt on his ball bag. I love what TLC is doing. Did you see the guy with the tree hands? Yes. Yeah. That was one of my most favorite oh. things ever. I wanted to so soak sad. his hands and pick them. No. Your o- your OCD. I wanted to soak his hands and pick at them for hours. You know what I really wanted to do with that? What? Just take a like a machete. And oh no! When he's not looking, just slice just to see <laughs> one chunk fall off. I would love to do that. I have a huge fear of losing a hand. Really? Yeah, that just because that's like, a very reasonable fear. Because I lost <laughs> because I lost teeth a lot when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. like I really? get hit, yeah, I get hit in the mouth with a baseball bat. Lost like twenty six teeth. You don't remember what? that story? Yeah. His dad was there, and but who hit you with my the dad? Bat? Kept me in the game. Yeah, he was like, buddy, you got to finish the inning with twenty six teeth missing. Shattered on my eleventh birthday. And wait, how did it happen though? Uh, I was catching pass ball. I took my helmet off, my mask off, grabbed the ball, 
threw the guy out at third, and the kid brought the bat back to to hit me, oh, thinking he could shit. break up the play, and cracked out all my teeth. Oh. These are all fake? Everything you see is fake. Wow. You think they so, do a better job. And so I've done... <laughs> I've done, I've lost teeth, like, for no reason at all. Uh, like, just f- fucking, I remember when I was at a party one time, this girl threw this little, like, piece of plastic fruit, and it just shattered the teeth down there. But it's such a oh. weird, it's such a weird feeling to lose something that's supposed to be permanent. Yeah. So it's, it is yeah. like losing a finger, or... I'd hate that. Like, I, I, I used a, a, and I think sometimes, just like, to lose a hand... Oh and just God. be like, that shit was with me for a long time. There was a dude, I was at, where was I? I was at the UFC, and what city was I in? I think it was, it was Seattle. And I went to the fights, and there was a dude, he looked, he looked tough as shit. Like, just grill, he had tats on his face, tats on his neck, and he was with a few people. And he was wearing, uh, you know, like, kind of like G shit, like oversized jeans, yeah. white shoes, white socks up. And in his T-shirt, he was, he was missing both arms at the elbow. And just, just to see this dude, like, mean mugging people and have no arms, no hands yeah. on either side. And I was, like, immediately just obsessed with this guy. Dying to know the story, yeah. Dying to know, and knowing, like you, I knew you haven't been like this forever. Do you think that's you know? offensive to ask someone how they lost that shit? Definitely. Yeah, Why? you're not. Yeah, to approach. Oh, because I guess then that brings up a bad moment. Yeah, it's also just like it's not none of my business, really. It you know, is. and they've it's, told the story probably so many. Yeah, times. Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, it's like oh, somebody oh. asking you, you know, oh, you're, can, like can you tell me a joke? Comic, like yeah. you don't want to hear the. Oh, same. You think so? I think. I think. Look, I think some people with missing limbs would tell you differently. Like, they'd have different opinions because they're like anybody else. But I definitely... This guy in particular, I wouldn't feel comfortable being like, what's up with your no hands? Yeah. Like, how'd you get that way? Hey. Give me five. Just kidding. Yeah. Hey, man. I don't think so. Bart, when you're on a plane and people ask you, like, if they don't know you from television and they ask you what you do, do you tell them the truth? Yeah, always. Always? Yeah. And you don't get annoyed with the questions like, wow, how do you do that? I could never do that. No. He loves talking though. Yeah, yeah that's I like. True. I love talking about me. That's true. I, I but no, but I also, I also. But when they go like, so how do you do it? You're like, well, it's just something like it's just natural for me. I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm very engaging. No, uh, I. Uh, I'm just talented. I, well, I a lot of times will uh, kind of like uh, slur what I do, like downplay it, and be like, uh, like I ran into this dude. I ran into this dude. Uh, that was a top-ranking Christian official. What? <coughs> it's really hard to explain. There goes that like cough. A, he's oh, a no, big... Right into the mic, too. <coughs> Sorry, everybody. The way he does that? Yeah. Every phone call. Every single time I talk so, to him. Seriously? It's like an old yes. dad. It's what dad It used to be do. the throat clearing, and you're like, oh, yeah, I don't know what this <coughs> is. And, uh, and, now, and now it's the cough. Uh, I think it's because I got adjusted today. You got, adjusted? What, you got a chiropractor? Just, yeah, I got my chiropractor. He popped my shoulder. Like fucking hard as shit. Can I tell you, you should give tomorrow. You should go online. Yeah. Book the Hawaiian Thanksgiving thing. Yeah, do it. No, she'll what? be fucking pissed. So what? She'll, she'll get over it. She'll, no, she'll the whole time she'll be spending the whole vacation looking at money. 
What, dude, you're Go to okay. Go inclusive and just pay it all off. You're at okay. Once. You guys have She's income. Like you already know, you do. What's the fucking problem, dude? Maybe she'd be better with it. I, I don't know. I'm calling her to t- send her pay out it here. all off at once, Sweet. Bert, so she can't see it. I, sadly, I don't know where that money comes from. Yeah, I don't know how to get that money. Oh, I guess I'm calling me. You calling the house? I'm calling the house. <laughs> all right. <laughs> hey, come back here. No. Babe, come back. Are you with Tra- Christine and Trevor? Yes. Just all of you come back here. Why? Because they don't want to be on the podcast. See, this is See? exactly why I'm not booking that vacation. Why? It's just, you just want to be on the podcast? It's nothing, Leanne. Different. It's, it's nothing to do Leanne, with the you're other going thing. vacation. Just, all right. I am. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Oh, it's fucking failing. You should no. go on a vacation, sir. All right. Uh, Come back here if you get a chance. I would love to see you, and I would love to see them, and Trevor would like to be back here, too. So come on back here, okay? All right, bye. I love you. Sweet. Um, What was I just talking about right before then? I don't know. You were saying something. Oh, on planes. So I was with a top-ranking Christian official. I don't even know what that that. I will just say that. Let's just say he's a famous Christian person. Ted Haggard? Nope. I'm not going to say a thing. No, it was not him, though, definitely, because I think it, that would have been more fun. No, I'm not going to say a fucking thing. <laughs> anyway, I am drinking uh, Jack on the Rocks. Okay. It's like about 7 in the morning. Uh-huh. And, seven uh huh. And this guy How feels like that? he can loosen up. Cause I, I need it because I, I, I have a hard time flying. He's and like I, lemons I've been drinking motorhead. the night before. And so uh, this guy. Uh, <laughs> this guy. head over here. This guy is like, uh, what do you do for a living? And I was like, the second I said I was a comic, he was done. He was like, he's in. And he was like, man, I'll tell you right now. I got my faith and I believe in the Lord. Oh, boy. You see these women in these skirts? There's no denying. I'm a heterosexual man that God made me. Like, And I'm just like, oh, fuck, yeah. yeah. So then he's like. Tell me what you do. Like, what kind of comedy do you do? And I, now I'm in. I'm now I'm like pitching yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. And this guy just what do you say? It up. What do you say when you go? I st- what kind of comedy do you do? Uh, that Here, question, pretend you're on a plane next to okay. me. Okay. Okay. We're doing takeoff. Yeah. Ready? Oh fuck! Here comes the yeah. stewardess. Yeah. Yeah. Here's Trevor. Hello. 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 Yes. 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 Good girl time in there. Wait. Can I? Can I ask him Here, one thing before the, we? Interrupt. Someone grab the other mic before we get. Yes. Okay, you're on a plane. Yes. Somebody, you, you sit down. He goes, "Hey, what do you do for a living?" Yes. Okay, ready, yeah. guys. We're doing a uh, we're doing a, a scene right now, an improv scene. Okay. Because okay. I really want to know how Bert handles this. Okay. Okay. God. I'm gonna be so real right now. Like okay. Bert's in here. No. It's Tom's it been should. farting. Go ahead. Right. How's it going, man? Hang on. If you're gonna be honest, I should start the conversation. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. This is exactly how it goes. So you're flying home, flying to work. Work. Oh, what do you do? Oh, fuck, I've already got myself into it. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, Working construction. Oh, nice, man. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. You want to nice. know the name of my company? Nope. <laughs> how long are you going to be, uh, how, long, how long are you out for? Uh, uh, just two weeks, a consulting gig. Oh, that's got to be fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm obsessed with DIY. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. What do you do? I'm a comedian. I also have a TV show. Really? Yeah. What kind of comedy do you do? Uh, storytelling, really. Um, but uh, but yeah, storytelling. I've been doing it for a while. The clean? No. Uh, you know what? Look, here's what I feel like. It shouldn't. 
be clean if that's not who you are. And I just keep it as much honest uh, to, as who I am. Leanne's already shaking her head. Yeah. I uh, I tell stories about I'm my... falling asleep. Okay. It's, it's, let's get... Let's so, get real. So is the construction consultant. Ugh. Yeah. The construction consultant had just lit up because he heard TV show. And he's like, he did not ask about my comedy. He's like, what TV show are you on? Yeah. And then I say, oh, I'm on Travel Channel. I love Travel Channel. Do you? Yeah. What's the name of your show? Trip Flip. I've never seen that one. Never heard of it. <laughs> Leanne. Leanne. You're going. Yeah. Do you know you're taking a trip? No. Watch this. Uh, you guys are going to take a trip. Okay. In November. Yeah. You're going to Hawaii. Yeah. And you can't get upset about it. Yeah. He's buying the tickets and he doesn't want you to get upset. Really? Yes. Oh, it's too bad. I'm going to get really upset. Why would you get upset? <laughs> because I'm the money manager here. But you, you, can, you can afford it. It's fine. It's going to be a great trip. You think we can afford it. Yeah. You, don't, you don't process his shopping. Uh, what kind of say? shopping are you fucking doing? She says I buy hats. How many suitcases? You ha- you're, I, we're returning that suitcase. Uh-huh. It's a piece of shit. Uh-huh. See? Watch this. Uh, Leanne, what have I been saying to you all day today? How much you love me? Right. Yeah. And what has been your response? I love you too. No. Uh, thanks, babe. Well, I have said that as well. Yeah. Oh, thanks, babe. You I've, said, I've said some of the most touching things I've said to anyone my entire life all day today repeatedly because I'm really having a great day. And I was like, baby, I love, I love how much I'm in love with you. I said that. And Leanne just sits across from lunch at me and goes, oh, thanks, babe. So were you baiting me then? Were yeah, you no. saying it? The, the so correct response no. is what do you want? <laughs> no, I wasn't baiting you at all. We were just talking about they believe that I... I don't know the right way to say this, but that I love you more than you love me. Is that it? No, wait, wait. What was the conversation? Someone was just listening to this text me. What was the conversation we had? We were saying that uh, that Leanne, I care more about Leanne. Wait, you don't have a microphone in front of you anymore. I said, I said that you should take her on a nice Hold weekend on. getaway. Damn it! I will rewind That's this what podcast. I said. <laughs> no. I said you should take her in somewhere nice, romantic, just the two of you. You're romantic. That was it. It was romance. Romance. And you're like, I'm just saying, all day. No, I said <laughs> there was a statement made that we had a conversation about uh, whether. Now I feel like you know what I feel like. What? I feel like I'm drunk and I'm fighting with a sober person, <laughs> and you are simply weaving my story to get me confused. I feel like look, they don't do direct TV movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I we'll get to that in a minute. We said, uh, I maybe I said it. Who fucking knows that Leanne could care less about me? I don't know. I like if I that. disappeared, listening to us inside. Oh, this is what it was. <laughs> Thank it was, you. It was this. Thank you. It was this. He said he's. We were talking about. He said if if Leanne died tomorrow, I would have no fucking clue how to do anything. I would not know how to operate anything. And if 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 I died, um, like besides the relief that she would feel, she'd start sleeping better. She'd sleep ill. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. The Leanne would feel gr- grief for a week, and then she'd be like, "Shit, this works out pretty nice." It's from that two million dollar policy I have on you. Yeah. Yeah, and no. yeah, and she would be like, "When was the last time you had a solid night's sleep when I was laying in bed next to you?" Well, not last night, but maybe the night before. Leah, will you take this trip and not get no, upset about it? No, she won't do it. 
Why not? I know Leanne. She would rather she she is not the kind of person that could spend five thousand dollars on a vacation. No, no, no. I'm not throwing you under the bus. I decided with you, but I backed you up. If you wanted to take it, I'd take it in a heartbeat. Right? Yeah. I'm not now throwing you under the bus. Now she's getting pissed. Yeah, you fucked this up. You made me. Yeah. No, don't you fucking. The two of you are like fucking Ethel and the dude that she was married to. And I feel right, like. Mart. Yeah. And, and Leanne, I feel like Lucy over here, but I'm Lucy and Leanne's the Cubing dude. He didn't give us all the information. We didn't. But I still want Leanne and you to go away on I, a weekend. I wants completely you guys to in a heartbeat. Would you Everyone go away knows. for a weekend with just Bert? Well, yeah, I'd love to go away with Bert for the weekend. That has nothing to do with it. It had to do with the other things in our life we wanted to do financially. And we made the decision that that didn't make very much sense. Because it's one of the most expensive weeks to go to Hawaii. We decided that, that together is true. several days ago. And now all of a sudden I won't refuse to go to Hawaii because no. I won't let you buy a ticket. I didn't, listen, no, I don't no, want to talk hold on. about your financial cool. business. No, hold on. No, no, no. return one of the Bentleys. Yeah. No. Hold on. Let's, well, one of those hats. Everyone's going to think I'm fucking rich. I'm not. Listen, Leanne. Here's the deal. I did not say that. They said you should take her on a trip, and I said we were thinking about uh, what you call it. But I know Leanne, and those it was three thousand dollars for tickets, and it was another two grand for a hotel. And you're like, I'm not going to enjoy it. And they're like, you should just book it, pay for it, and go. It's done. And I was like, I'm not going to do that because Leanne will not enjoy that. And they were like, No, you should. She was like, I'd love it if Tommy did it. And I was like, That's because Tom runs the money. And then she changed it. She's like, Why do you feel like I don't know anything about money? And I said. About our finances, and if Tommy did do that, I'd be like, "Oh, I could log in and see." Yeah, and so, but that was where the conversation started with, and then I said Leanne would not enjoy that trip, and then you guys were like, "Just do it." And then Leanne got in here, and she's like, "Bert's throwing me under the bus." I was Man. like, "No, it was a conversation." All I'm thinking is like, his parents when he was a teenager must have just wanted to fucking blow their brains out <laughs> when they were like, <laughs> "Why?" Like, what happened while we were gone? And then he said this. Is you're spitting. I yeah, feel like so I feel like I feel like right I'm now. fighting everyone right now. <laughs> no one's against you. I feel you. like I'm oh fighting God. a bunch of ninjas. Christine, Trevor, <laughs> run! It's a straight to DVD moment. It's happening. Straight to DVD moment. We had, an, we had an argument one night. Oh fuck! I can't even talk about it. it gives me douche chills. It, it went on for it, hours. It should make you uncomfortable with how belligerently you were against the idea that this existed. He. Th- Somehow, straight-to-DVD movies were brought up in a conversation. Oh, fuck. Don't e- do not. Just look. You are allowed to broad stroke this. You cannot bring up things I said. Okay. No, stop it. Somebody decided that that was an impossible business model that couldn't possibly exist and never existed. I'm not going to name names. I don't want to throw anyone under Somebody. the bus. That person dug his fucking heels in the ground Somebody. and decided that we were going to win this war come hell or come high water. He even, it down, even if baby. we had to talk shit about our wives while they lay in bed. <laughs> he burned it to the ground. Fucking it was hours long. Hours long. I couldn't let go. I could not let go. It was awful. I was filled Christine, with rage. Christine tried to leave. He Why? He hit her and threw her back in the chair and said, no, no you're staying. No. Why? Why did you pick this battle? Honestly, because Lorenzo. Beer. Lorenzo. Beer, beer and Lorenzo. Beer and Lorenzo. Lorenzo would come over, and he was in a bad place at the time, and he would needle me until he found a fucking opening. And then once he found an opening, he would wedge it open and fucking drive into what was my ego. And he would fu- – and it, that is exactly what happened. Uh, is that what happened? 
That is what happened that whole time. You know that, that during that period, Lorenzo would come over and needle me. Well, he would do that, but I don't know if that. And that was, that I, 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 I might have, look, I almost got into another one the other day, like the other night, and Leanne said, is this a DVD, straight to DVD conversation? Yes, it was a, It was a conversation between, uh, with, we our, with our, with our, hold on, no, don't I'm going to fucking talk it. about it. Zip it. Don't, 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 don't start. Our don't, two don't, friends oh. are Asian, but not even like, like they're from Asia. We'll like, call them uh, Matt and Jennifer. Wendy. Uh, let's call him Thomas Sandy. So, yeah. <laughs> so Thomas Sandy, what? Yeah. It's fine. It's, it's yeah, we're yeah. It's a podcast. There's no time limit. The uh, three hours, I guess, is what the limit is. We're at two hours right now. Wait. So let me tell you. Hold on. Oh. Don't cut me off in the middle of me telling you why I almost spiraled. So, uh, <laughs> the conversation was she was saying that she speaks Chinese, but she couldn't understand some people because they speak in different. That, that is Chinese. She though. speaks Cantonese, but she can't understand Mandarin. Right, and she goes, "It's a different dialect." And I said, "Oh, I said, well, what is like a dialect? Is it like?" And they, and they were saying it's like an accent. I was like, "Well, yeah, but I can understand every English accent. There's no English accent that I can't understand." And they're like, "Yeah, it's like the same thing, but just a little different." I was like, "Do you have the same words?" And they're like, "No." I said, "Well, then that's not an accent. That's, that's a different yeah. language." Right. She goes, "Yeah, but it's a dialect," and I. Was drunk, but I was, I was, I was, and Leanne could see me going to get the shovel to dig the spiral hole and get the back. And, and I was like, but wait, because because I can't let go logic, like like just the logic of like explain what it do- like. Don't just go well, it's the same thing, but it's a different language. Then I start spiraling and going, it's not. I, I what I'm hearing is dialect sounds like it's a different language. Because accent, we understand what Leanne's saying. It was a bad suggestion of her on her part, right? To say accent because it's really not about. Well, I, at one accent. point she did stop me. and She goes, "I English is not my first language. I can't believe you're arguing English with me." <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, okay, good and point." Then she said, "Bert, you're scaring me. Please stop." Uh, and, then she, and then no, but then I stopped. I did stop. I did not get into it. I've gotten so much better with that. It's, it comes back to that rage conversation with people on stage. There was a time when I was when I would feel attacked on stage. And rage would swell up, but now it does not. And I'm like, I'm like, there's no rage in me. Whatever has to happen, I like. People will want you to light someone on fire when they heckle. I don't light them on fire. Yeah, I let it happen. Yeah. I go good night. I think you're gonna leave now. I think that's how it's gonna work. Yeah. I apologize. I wish it had worked out better, but <coughs> but yeah, there. The whole point of this conversation is there were a few people that decided for a short time of period to make straight to DVD movies and they are now out of business with video on demand <laughs> and we will never hear from them again and had I had this conversation f- 10 years from now this would fucking be moot point <laughs> it was only 10 years ago I think when it was it was like 5 years ago Georgia was born Otto was born we were in the new house in the new apartment yeah, it's it like 5 years ago yeah uh-huh. Yeah, don't you want to argue about time record, periods? Still a thriving straight to DVD business. <laughs> is there really? There is, honestly. Really? Yes, especially kids' movies. Be- <sighs> when you, if you ever go to Target and Fucking... you stand at the checkout at Target mm-hmm. and there's literally just racks of movies there, that's all straight. How to DVD. big? There's a big urban market too. <laughs> Fifty Cent? No, in all honesty, yes. Fifty Cent. That's all he makes. Or he makes a lot millions of straight every to year DVD. making straight yeah. to DVD movies. And they and they ask him about. It. He says. I don't need to do... No, I'm not arguing with anyone, Leanne. He's like, I make so much money because I own these things as well. He goes, I get paid a million bucks to do it, and then I'm a half-owner in it. I don't need to... 
Really? I'm pretty up on what 50 Cent's doing in his business. I was talking to someone the other day who was saying that you could make a ton of money if you made million-dollar movies. If you made a million-dollar movie, you could make nothing but money. You Bloom will House, always make your money. Yeah, movies, that Bloomhouse yeah. movie company. That's a million-dollar movie. He's like, he's like ensemble cast, one location. That's all you need. If you can figure out an ensemble cast, one location, fucking tons of money to be made. Okay, group of people in a man cave for a podcast. I know. Oh, shit. We could totally do a movie in a... You know, I told the movie I wanted to do with uh, with uh, Joey and Ari and Duncan and you and Joe and Push. I wanted us to take over. It was a movie about... Uh, what was the movie about? About the strip mall? You're not on the microphone. Uh... Uh, there was a cupcake store in our in our in our strip mall next to us. Yeah, and uh, it was going out of business. And I was like, "What if they?" Okay, all right, let's wrap it up, guys. Sorry. I mean, can I say that I like well, don't. personally? I don't. I don't want to be in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and don't tell the movie on your podcast. Well, I d- luckily, Push cut me off. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here's what's important. Push cut you off and Tom backed out of the movie. So here's, it's not going here's, well right here's now. Here's what's important. Seriously. We had a great dinner. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. The dinner was amazing. It was Thank really you. fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Anything else we did today. We, we, got to spend time, we got to spend time with Leanne. And Aww. Christine, Trevor, you were here, but we got to spend time <laughs> with everybody. And, you know, Christine and I are doing some live dates. We're doing uh, Columbus... <laughs> Birmingham, oh, Nashville, Charlotte, and Atlanta, and San Francisco. What are you in Columbus? It's twenty seventh. You're there too. Yep. Same day. Great. You were in the we're in there the same day as Bert. No shit. Yeah. Well, definitely come to our show. You should charge that shit to the game, just like my new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having us. Bert. Yeah. No, no, I'm really glad I cooked you guys dinner and then promoted your show in Columbus. I'm really. I can't wait. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to your mom's house. On iTunes. Guys, I actually want you to unsubscribe to your mom's house <laughs> and leave a negative comment on charges to the game. Really? I'm going to go to a podcast for sports? Didn't Bert have this idea six months ago? He's comparing. I wanted to do a Monday night. You know what? I'm not going to pitch anything to you fucking assholes because I get shot down. This movie, this this podcast should be called the Bert Chrysler Downward Spiral where I just feel like Tom farts, then he leaves to take a shit. It's really hard to shit in your laundry room. Isn't it? Yes. Like yeah. A lot of work. At least you flush, because if you don't flush in that room, it's bad. And if, oh, and it's right next to the kitchen. I said, oh, uh, Georgia dropped a growler tonight. Yeah. And she flushed it, and then I said, you should go in to the to the living room and go, Tom, I just took a dump. You want to take a look? And then she looked at me real serious. She goes, but I already flushed it. And I went, it's a joke. She goes, I don't get it. I went, all right, never, don't do it. Don't worry about it. I just walked away. I was like. Just let it, left her feeling badly about not getting the joke. Yeah, well, I was like, yeah, fuck. This podcast is going nowhere. <laughs> I feel like I'm on fucking getting interviewed by Savannah. All right. <laughs> Wait, Thanks, am I Savannah? Bert, we love you. No, I love you guys too. Does everyone, Trevor, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, Soup Investigates on E. October 2nd, I think we premiere. Pierce, anything to plug? Uh, I don't know, do I? I don't know, do you? Wait. Um, Coming March 2014, uh, Baby Girl. (laughs) Woo! 
Shut the fuck up. What? <laughs> Are you fucking serious? You're pregnant? I'm pregnant. Shut the fuck up. Congratulations. Holy shit. Holy shit. Wait, did how did, did you know? Talk in a microphone if you're gonna fucking share this shit. <laughs> Hopefully, everyone just heard that. You did? Oh my god, that was fucking. Shut up! Congratulations. We, love you, we did it on the podcast. <laughs> Wait, can you? Can you? Uh, that's. I'm so happy for you guys. That is such a big fucking deal. Into the end of the microphone, if you could. Oh, sorry. Um, beginning of the second trimester. Whoa. Oh my god! That's fucking. If you get pregnant now, you guys can be friends with them. Yeah, and just hang out with them and do pregnant people shit. No. (laughs) Into a microphone, Leanne. God damn! Shut up. That is a really. That's fucking. I'm so happy for you guys. Thank you. God, it's really exciting, guys. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Does uh? Do you know what you're having yet? Yep. What do you have it? She said a, a girl? girl? I didn't. I, would, I just heard pregnant. Yeah, tell early. Yeah, they uh, give it directions out of the uterus and they get lost. <laughs> oh, shut up! Nothing. <laughs> nothing. You're really gonna give me nothing on that? Just not a courtesy fucking laugh? <laughs> that's, that's more like it. Thank you. That's fucking awesome, Pierce. When did you find out? Into the mic. Into the mic. Into the mic. Into the mic. Oh, sorry. July. Really? Yeah, but you know, you have to get all the tests and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So we just found that out last week that we're having a girl. Can we? Can I talk about oh. you at all? Yeah. Like about all your past and stuff? Okay. And why this is so special? Sure. So and I, I just think it's so monumental. And are you cool with this? But like, you got diagnosed with cancer. Thyroid cancer. Thyroid cancer. Cancer light. <laughs> cancer light. And... uh and you were at the time were trying to get pregnant, you weren't getting pregnant, then found out you had cancer and you went through all the chemotherapy and you had to be secluded. Well, I didn't I didn't I didn't actually I had the surgery that they just took out my whole thyroid and I chose not to get the radioactive iodine, which is they don't do chemotherapy for thyroid cancer unless it's the bad thyroid cancer. Talk really close to the mic, by the sorry, way. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, so it was you were going to have to be uh, quarantined. Well, so I was going to have to be quarantined if I got this radioactive iodine, and then I wouldn't be able to even try to get pregnant for oh a year. God. But we chose not to do that because my thyroid was totally removed, and they think that they got it all. So health-wise, I'm good. But av- a couple months after I got the thyroid surgery, then I found out I had fibroids that were basically taking up all of my uterus, so we couldn't have a baby. Mm. Um, so then I had surgery on that last year, this month, and then that was obviously successful because we're having a baby girl. How oh. fucking cool. Great, you rolled the dice, awesome. and you fucking did it. <laughs> that was a big deal because I know you guys were really wanted to get pregnant, and then all that shit happened. And and it was like and I just thought you guys would be the couple that Trevor just would go gray and write a book <laughs> and you'd and you'd collect cats. No I'm kidding. <laughs> that's, no, but that's still that's, the plan. But that's really yeah. that's really fucking awesome. I'm so happy for you guys. Thank My favorite line when you were going through the cancer, by the way, was Lorenzo rolled into Thanksgiving and like and like huffed and puffed and he goes, How long is she gonna milk this cancer shit? And, <laughs> and we, <laughs> 
You just got diagnosed, I think. And we were like, ah, give it a week, Lorenzo. <laughs> Maybe, maybe let her get the surgery. Yeah. Maybe see how things work out. Let her beat it first. Yeah. Probably if you quizzed him now, he wouldn't get that it was thyroid Does Lorenzo know that you're pregnant? No, he doesn't. Oh. But luckily, he doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. should swing by and <laughs> Oh, that's fucking great. <laughs> oh, well, that's a great way to end the podcast. Yes. Yeah. That's the best news, guys. Congratulations. That's the best news. You're going to be great parents. You're great normal people. So. Thanks. Thanks. People like you is should there... be oh, oh, we're going to go batshit. <laughs> is there any possibility that you're due um, September 27th or August, October 1st and 2nd when we're doing our tour? In like, um, if uh, it's in Columbus, then yes. possibly wow. I could be you could around be due that then. time. Interesting. But, you know, it's still all kind of up in the air. Because, like, the second we're in, like, uh, Charlotte, and then the sixth oh. is San Francisco. Yeah, so, yeah. All know. those times. All those Wait, what about... Th- October 2nd in Charlotte. It's yeah. equal to mid-March in L.A. Oh, okay. Right okay. About, right. Wait, what's your, uh, what's your Twitter, Trevor? Go for go for Trevor. G-O-F-O-R, Trevor. Okay, so now I'll find out who are the diehard listeners that are stuck around <laughs> at 2.14 into the podcast. Oh, shit. And... <laughs> And sadly, you guys are just going to come to the show in Columbus and be like, congratulations to Trevor and Pierce. But everyone wish Trevor congratulations on Twitter, and I'll know that you're a hardcore, that you listen to the podcast. Yeah, listen, don't give him a follow, but send him a congratulations. <laughs> don't give him a follow. Congratulate him. That's nice. Oh, what a great way to end this. Why wouldn't you tell me that shit when you walked into the door I and let me spiral a little bit? You're in the middle of the vacation talk. <sighs> way to go, Tom. <Yeah. dumb. laughs> You told me when she gets in here, why don't you pitch it to her? I was like, Tom, do it soft. And you were like, hard sell. Oh, don't pitch the bitch, you said. And I was like, what? Okay, I'm definitely listening to this podcast to see what the hell is true and what's not. All right. Uh, perfect way to end the podcast. What Do we, do we know we're going to name her? No. Bertrude? I'm in. <laughs> you know, I pitched Bertrude to Georgia and she got offended. She was like, I'm not Bertrude, I'm Georgia. Do you remember that? I got her the email, Bertrude at me.com. Oh, I just gave my email out. <laughs> Fucking shit. Fuck! <laughs> I got the... Uh, no. I got... Uh, God damn it. I was just going to say, why is he saying God that? damn it. I got, got... Well, you know what? Let's find out how many followers we have. <laughs> I got the email, and I got it for Georgia, and I said, I got you an email, and I told her it was Bertrude, and she got really offended she goes i'm georgia you're bertrude and i was like no i'm bert i got it because you're like me but a girl she goes i'm not gonna be bertrude get georgia i'm not giving georgia's email out but yeah so uh so that's all right guys Ridiculous. all right thank you thanks buddy so no well you haven't listened in a while i guess what we do a song you, hey, we gotta listened? go no well, let's do a song it's just a real quick improv song just recapping the podcast oh i'll start it gosh. off okay all right just go around and all you got to do is rhyme it okay. you haven't been listening no, this is like yeah. the biggest thing on my podcast. No, yeah. We'll All right, here we go. Here we go, okay? Yeah. Oh, it looks like we're recording. Great episode with Push and Tom. <laughs> is it my turn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to rhyme it with Tom. Okay. <laughs> and same, like, structure. Oh, uh, having a bad time now. <laughs> I wish this house were bombed. All right, Pierce? Trevor? What a great way to end the podcast. Christine's going to be a mom. Don't think you're getting out. Go, push. Uh, Leanne, actually, you're next, I think. No, No, she... 
compass. Take his home, push. Let's okay. keep this home. And then Tom farted, and it smells like your mom's house podcast downloaded on iTunes. Dot com. <laughs> and just remember when you're in Columbus. <laughs> Thank you, guys. It was a great time. Thank, Thank you. you. I love you guys. We love you, guys. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.